Hello and welcome to the Albion in Isolation podcast, an uncensored podcast containing real people expressing real views and recorded on really bad equipment. I hope you enjoy it. to the Albion in Isolation podcast. We're now on episode number 11, so we could actually field a full 11 of topics that we've had. If I'm honest, this week's topic as a position would be left back. Nice and steady, uh, but it's not gonna be the you know the striker, I'd say. But it's, it's very, it does serve a purpose. It was a very good discussion, good topic. What it is, is we discuss uh, our most disliked opposing players. So definitely, you know, in the discussion in the pub or with your friends, we always talk about the players that we hate, so it's very relevant and apt. So yeah, we've got five people talking about different players, different eras, different reasons. There's a couple of duplicated players, but by all accounts, there's a, a huge mix of players, which is great. Um, so moving on is what we do is corrections. So sometimes we don't have that many corrections. I've, I've not had an email, but I've looked back from the last episode just because I like to, you know, uh, paint over any uh, yeah mistakes that we've made or I've made. So. One is, we, I think, Ad, uh, was talking in, in uh, Ad Woodward's uh, section, and it was like, Anelka, did he score in the Champions League final for Chelsea in 2012? He actually left at that point. He went to Shanghai Shenhua for a season, so he wasn't even playing then. And I said, when we were talking about, again, in Ad's, Ad's section, talking about uh, Albion when we played Barnsley just before we uh, the playoffs in 2007. I said we won 8-0, but we actually won 7-0. So... Uh, yeah, apologies if, if you know that's caused you sleepless nights. Moving on to the next section is answers to the questions. So I, I had, I always give at the end of each episode three questions, sets of questions. So let's try and find out where what they were. So it was the, the, the quiz was I'll name a player and you need to tell me where we signed them from. So the choices I gave you. Question number one was Jason Roberts. Did we sign him from A. Bristol Rovers. B. Hayes or C. Portsmouth. Okay, drum roll please. We signed him from Bristol Rovers. Okay, so give yourself a tick if you said that. Uh, yeah, uh, the second question is Gianni Zyvaloon uh, or Zyvalon, depends on how it's pronounced. So was it A. Ado Den Haag, B. Erenveen or C. PSV? Okay. Answer is here and vein. Okay, so give yourself a tick or a cross for that one. Uh, this is the deciding penalty now. So it was Gregor's Krakowiak. So was it A, PSG, B, Sevilla, or C, Locomotive Moscow? The answer is PSG, Paris Saint Germain. We got him on loan. And uh, yeah, he, he, yeah, it wasn't a success, but you know. Carrying on. Where are we now? Um, yep, yeah, so 
football's back. So when you listen to this, it's going to be a Sunday, but I'm actually talking now on Friday. So I, I, I don't know what, what's going to happen on Saturday. Fingers crossed it's a win and a good performance, but I hope everyone's looking forward to it. I hope that, you know, that they're going to watch it with their family and yeah, just enjoy the football coming back. If I'm honest, I've actually coped without the football because I've been busy doing this. But yeah, it's always great to have, have the football back. And uh, yeah, fingers crossed we you know, hit the ground running. Right, uh, moving on, we've hit a milestone. Uh, I think it was on Wednesday. We've actually hit a thousand listeners now, which is in, you know incredible. That's just on Spotify as well. So we've got, it actually doesn't track how many on Acast and other things. So yeah, so we've got a thousand listeners at least. So I'm more than happy with that because we actually took Leicester Cardiff away this season. So I'm buzzing with that. Another thing that um, I get is analytics. It shows me what regions we um, it picks. Uh, yeah, what regions we've got listeners in. So obviously, United Kingdom is seventy-eight percent, which is brilliant. And yeah, obviously, it's a lot will probably be local. But we've got a few things. So we've got fifteen percent to listen um, in America, in the United States. So shout out to anybody listening in um, yeah, in the US. Uh, and the next one we've got two percent in Portugal, which is which is brilliant. I mean, the thing is, we've got I've got connections. We've got Australia, which is one percent. We've got Bahrain, which is one percent. Holland's one percent. Uh, Belgium's one percent and Germany's also one percent, so it's fantastic. But we've we've got connections in Australia. My brother lived in Australia, and I share it on the Oz Baggies. So shout out to the Oz Baggies anyway. Uh, and Holland, uh, my Danny Granger, he's got a friend called Bart. So hello Bart, if you're listening. And uh, Bahrain, which sounds a bit of an obscure place, but uh, a lad called Dean Thomas, uh, he lives in Bahrain. So I'm assuming it's you, Dean. So shout out to you. Uh, but yeah, America, Portugal. Uh, Belgium and Germany. I've got no connection, so email in. Just tell me, you know, um, where you, you know, where you heard, uh, how you heard about the podcast, and I'll give you a shout out. But yeah, anyone who's listening, whether it's in Tipton or Timbuktu, we're all the same. We're all we're all baggies, boing boing. Uh, right, I'm not going to babble on anymore. We've got five guests this week, which is good, so it's not rushed. So we've got a few. Uh, Irrelevant discussions, but it still, you know, fills the time. So, in order of the people, we're starting off with Tom Oldacre, my brother. Second is Dan Westbury. Third is Gaz Billingham, with a cameo from his uh, little boy, because he couldn't get him settled. Uh, in fourth place is Phil Oldacre, aka Dad. And in fifth, uh, yeah, fifth is Moz Morris. So, I hope you enjoy the episode, and I'll see you on the other side. Okay, starting us off this week is going to be my brother Tom. He's chomping at the bit to get back on because he missed out last week. Uh, he's doing his phone call in the shed because it's better signal, but it's actually a uh, thunderstorm outside. So, you right, Tosh? How you doing, Tosh? You all right? Yes, I'm at you. Yeah, good, good. Um, good yeah, I'm all, I'm all flustered for the for the listener. So I, I, we spoke for about a minute and then I, I cut it short. <laughs> I was like, this is, yeah, awful. Thought, this is awful. Mate, mate, I, thought, mate, I thought I'd just done a bad job. Like you spoke for a minute, so I didn't even get a chance to speak, and you, uh, you cut, cut me off. Yeah, 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 that, that, yeah, that's your time this week. I've been rushing around, and I've got three people in quick succession. But uh, I was explaining in the uh, intro that you, uh, you're doing it in the shed, aren't you? Uh, yeah, it's just, yeah. It's the first time I've done it in here, so I don't know how it's going to go, because when, um, when I'm talking on the phone, just in general, I always like to be walking around, keeping myself busy. So if you hear like a massive crash... 
I've probably fallen over one of the tables into the shovel or something. Yeah, so. or it is a thunderstorm, so if there's a massive crash, then you've been struck by lightning. Yeah, potentially, so just uh, yeah, be prepared did, for the, uh, did, did, the unexpected. Did that rumour go around your school that uh, Hulk Hogan has been struck by lightning four times? <laughs> nah. No. Well, my, my school, I went to your school. Yeah, I know, but, you know, uh, your year. <laughs> oh, um, nah. Is, well, yeah. what's, the, what's the rumour? Just, <laughs> just he, got struck, he got struck four times and just, you know, just cracks on with life. Ah, So I've got you on this week because it's going to be most hated opposing players, so or most disliked. And I know since you've been travelling, you, you're a very zen person now. Are you very uh, a gentle soul? I am. Yeah, they call me the gentle giant now. Um, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I, I don't really hate any players. So this is more kind of uh, I guess this dislike. Uh, as, a, as a better term to use for me. Yeah, okay, all right. But uh, you, you always do a good job anyway, so even if we, you know, if we do favourite throw-ins, I reckon you could probably have some good anecdotes. Yeah, Dave Chaloner, <laughs> number one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, right, so, uh, where's my book? Um, yes, so, when we, did, when we did the most hated teams, I basically yeah. put, a, I, I put, a, I put a block on local rivals. Yeah. Um, just because it had been too obvious. But this one, I've not put a block on it. So you could have, you know, three Wolves players, three Villa players, three Blues players. But yeah. I doubt that everyone will, to be honest. Because you know, for me, for example, I just dislike Wolves, the whole team, and I don't actually see them as individuals. Yeah. So if anyone goes to me now, oh, he's a, he's a good player. I'm like, who? Oh, no. What? No. I, I, don't, I don't sort of follow him. Yeah. You know, I, I sort of all, um, I hold them all in the same, same amount of disdain, really. Yeah, it's a fair point to be fair. So, yeah. So, so, what have you based them on? Have you based it on like the player, or have they wound us up? Have they lost you a yeah. bet, which is probably more likely? Yeah. Oh, mate. If if it was a, lost me a bet, I'd be here all day. Yeah. Um, naming all the players. Now, I've um, I've based mine on I guess the the actual general overall character of the player. So it, it's like they've not specifically done anything to the Albion like single incidents. Um, obviously, they've they, they played against the Albion over the years, but it's just like a, a combination of things uh, in, in other games that's kind of resulting in them being a bad person, really. So I wanted to kind of d- differentiate between, I guess, a couple of types. You've got a player who's, who's a bit of a knobhead on the pitch, but off the pitch, they're, they're decent. So you classes like Vinnie Jones, yeah, or Robbie, Robbie Savage, they're, yeah, they're Dan, decent Danny act. Mills, Danny Mills is one. Yeah, Danny exactly. Mills is a lot of charity. Yeah, exactly. So they're just there's an act on the pitch, but and then and then there's the people who are, who are knobhead on the pitch because they're actually a genuine knobhead. So my three players are all genuine knobheads. So I'm, obviously we. I might, I might change the t- I might change the, t- the title of the podcast. To be fair, just general knobheads. Just general knobheads. Top three right? general knobheads. Yeah. yeah, it's a good fit to be fair. <laughs> so yeah, no, normally I like to, with, with my list. I like to try and go like left field and think I'm a bit of a trailblazer. But yeah. just to warn you, this is probably the most generic list uh, you'll ever see in your life. So there's no um, surprises like anyone popping up with like a Ricky Lambert leap on motherfucker. <laughs> like, yeah, you won't hear none of that here. Yeah. Okay. All right then. So um, yeah. Okay. We'll go into it then. So have you ranked him? So you know the the, the least you know Gemini yeah. bed to the to the worst yeah, so, to the most. Yeah. So I've, I've done a I've done a three two one. Okay. So ranked him. Okay, um, so what have you got as your third then? Okay, so number three, uh, I've gone Jack Grealish. Jack Grealish? 
Yeah, Jack Grealish. So, so with Grealish, the main issue I have with him is he's a quality player. He's class. He is, yeah. And he's he's, he's too good for Villa. Too good for Villa. But his, his issue is that he, he just dives all the time and he's always on the floor and he's always moaning as well. The refs just trying to get decisions. Like when we uh, played him in the um, semi playoff semi final last year, he was terrible. Like you can see, he's a, he's a class above. He knows exactly what he's doing. He's like steps ahead of. The, of the opposition and his own team but any, if you go near him he just goes down and he just he breaks the game up and he just um, yeah he, he puts a black mark against his name I mean I, I think the fact that he's also like you said he plays with Villa so straight away you don't like him because he plays with Villa yeah and, and he's quality so you, you tend to kind of like when you're playing against rival players who are class you, you just kind of tend to have that dislike or hatred towards them anyway yeah yeah so, so that's on the pitch and then with regards to off the pitch, for, for me, like the verdict, the jury's still out on whether he's actually a knobhead off the pitch. I know he's had the recent incident with the uh, when he broke lockdown, yeah, which is bad. So, but look, that, that's a one-off thing. Like, I've, I ain't got a problem with someone doing something and then going, yeah, I've made a mistake and then well, not doing it. So, I, I think, what, I think what annoyed me with that is it was it was right at the start. I think if someone did it now, people would be like, yeah. oh, whatever. But it was at the start, and he's um. Uh, his apology was just pathetic, man. It was just like a pathetic apology, wasn't it? Um, it was just like a slimy apology. I don't know if you saw it. Yeah, I, I, see, I watched the apology for the first time the other day because I, I, I want to check it out. So I'd heard, heard it was a bit like not really sincere. Yeah. But honestly, I, I just think it's because he's just a, honestly, thick. he's a brum, he's a brummy now, a thick brummy. <laughs> and honestly, he just sounded thick. Like I, I, I think he probably, like, I'm thinking if I was making that apology. You say he said the right things you'd say, you know what I mean? He just says it in like a thick accent. Yeah. He's got he's probably got no brain cells. Yeah, true. So I don't know. Again, the jury's out on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, when he when he was like para, paralytic in Tenerife years ago, I respected him for that. <laughs> yeah, no, no, but when they found him on the when they found him on the pavement, like you know, he sort of respect him for that, but not like yeah, yeah. He's done other things as well, hasn't he? Yeah, so but like for me, the jury's out on his behaviour uh, off the pitch, but on the pitch, yeah, he's, he's not very likable to be honest. Unless you're a Villa fan. Yeah, true. Yeah, I know. Uh, I, I, I don't just because they're local roles. I, I think a lot of people don't like Grealish. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah it'd be you, interesting to see if anyone else picks him as well. I feel, yeah, like you said, I think it'd be quite a, a yeah a, a common one really. So what have you got yeah. as number two then? Yeah, so number two, um, I've gone for this guy's complete. Another arsehole, to be fair, Joey Barton. Yeah. Um, mate, I've got a, I've got a list of things written down in front of me here, and I think it's just best just to start off by just breathing out um, his incidents. <laughs> so he's, he's <laughs> mate, so he's obviously been convicted twice in court for assault and affray. He's been to prison for six months. He beat up his uh, that Dabo at Man City. He stubbed a cigarette out on a youth team player's eye. Yeah. He's been banned for betting. So that's just his, that's just his actions on the pitch as a player. Mm. Then as a manager, he uh, he got done for headbutting and punching the Barnsley manager after the game. And then he um, I also saw a video of him having a, a brawl on his own stag doing Nuki, which yeah. I, I kind of respect that. To be fair, that, that's uh, <laughs> man, that's, exce- that's that's expected. Well, well, that, that, knock, that knocked him down for being number one to number two. That did. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so mate, just re- just reading that out, you go. Mate, that's just like a continuation of just bad behaviour. Mm. Like you don't mind if, mate. Some people, there's quite a few footballers who've been to prison, 
and they come out and they carry on playing like Marlon King. Has Troy Deeney been sent to prison? Yeah, Troy Deeney went down, yeah. Yeah, it's like Troy Dean, he's been to prison and and he's he's like a role model professional now, I'd class him out, you know what I mean? He's yeah, he's, yeah. A, he's a proper captain. Yeah, he's Martin's just continually just being being an idiot. So like, at what point do you learn? And and then the fact is as well, he's an average player, like he's bang average. I mean like for, for example, people like you don't mind if, if, if you if you keep messing up, like and you're a maniac on the pitch, but you're class. Yeah, 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 like Sergio Ramos and Pepe. Yeah, like a Maverick, like, a Maverick yeah, who, Ma- you know, yeah, five five times out of ten, them them crap. Yeah. Those other those other times are amazing. Exactly. Look, Balotelli, Balotelli is a perfect example. Yeah, just a, a nightmare, but he's got a little bit of class about him. But Barton hasn't. And then it's, I was googling this, like a bit of. Um, I wanted to see what Albion connection I could find. Because <laughs> yeah. I mean, because like mate, players like that, they're just in, in general just. Arseholes, anyway. So he, he probably would have done this with the Albion, but QPR beat us in 2015 at the Hawthorns. Yeah. Um, they beat us 4-1, and Malumbu came on and then got sent off for elbowing Barton. <laughs> so it's like one of them. Like as a, I guess I, I mean I wasn't there, but as a fan, you see Joey Barton get elbowed and go down, and just straight away because because of the type of character he is, you just kind of like get angry about that situation, kind yeah. of thinking as he as he kind of faked it or. Mate, he's dished out that many elbows. If he's so hard, if he's so hard, yeah. he can take an elbow to the face, can't he? You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And and then he scored so like a ninety third minute, the fourth goal. Yeah. So. Yeah. So see, so you, you found an Albion connection anyway. So. No, oh, no, mate, yeah, yeah, obviously. Yeah, like I said, I mean, they're obvious choices, but <laughs> a lot of time people don't pick the obvious choice. Like me and yeah. Trigger on about the bystander effect, where people are like, yeah. oh, everyone will pick them, and then it'll end up get to a point where no one will pick them. So, yeah. yeah, go with it sometimes. Who've got his number one then? Yeah, so number one, um, again, it's a, a local connection because he played for Wolves, but I've gone with uh, Kevin Muscat. Yeah. So, so this, him, on the pitch, he's probably one of the scummiest players you'll ever see, just with regards to, if he plays the hard man image and he flies into tackle, but but you don't mind if a player goes in hard. He wants as a as a player. You want to see that commitment, but with Muscat, he actually goes in to hurt to people, hurt, yeah. and, and and he's got history for it. So um, you've got what he did to Matty Holmes for Charlton. So and end his career. End his career. Yeah, mate, he broke his leg that bad. Because I, I was googling this, so you, you can't see the video. There's no videos of it. So like, he, he broke his leg that bad that they thought he was going to have to have it amp- amputated at one point. Oh, yeah. He had four four operations on it. And then he went to court in the end, and uh, Musk had to pay two hundred and fifty thousand uh, in compensation. That's nothing though, is it? Because it's ended his career. Exactly. So a um, couple of ones as well. So he, he did. He, he snapped Stan Lazaridis as well for Blues. Yeah. Um, yeah. Who's, who's an Aussie as well, which is a bit weird. So you'd think that you'd kind of look at look out for each other. Well, he, he, but, uh, he tackled him that bad. He, his neck uh, fell off. Stan Lazaridis. <laughs> <laughs> He's got no neck to do. No, no, Craig Bellamy, set for us. No, half um, Yeah, so yeah, in, in that incident as well, um, obviously that happened. And then Martin Granger, who I think might be late, might be related to Danny Granger. I think so. Um, sounds yeah, awesome. he said um, he called Muscat the most hated man in football, which is quite a, a big thing. Yeah. Um, and then also, as well, you, you need to watch this. Um, but when he went back to Australia, he played for Melbourne Victory, and I'll kind of talk about that again in, in, in a little bit after this story. But he, uh, he put in a tackle. How long do you think you've got? What? How long do you think you've got? 
Alright, let me take two minutes. Okay. Now, but in Melbourne Derby, he uh, made the tackle so bad. It's just Google must tackle Melbourne Derby. Yeah. Absolutely cleanly shunk it up. Like he wasn't too footed. He just like the ball had gone past. He took him out, scissored him between the knee and the hips. Like really bad tackle. He, he got eight eight game ban for that tackle. Bloody hell. Yeah, which is bad. And then uh, again, Albion connection. We, well, um, Muscat's played against Albion quite a few times, but. In 2001, Joe Madrid won all and scored that free kick. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he snapped Scott Doby and Doby had to go off injured. Didn't he snap sneakers as well? I don't know. I, I, I was Googling this. I was just trying to find... It, it, the thing is, he's had run-ins with a lot of players. Um, I couldn't find anything else. I just not, I just re- kind of remember that as well. And then that was um, a news report. Bully enough, I, I typed in kind of Muscat the <laughs> Albion and a, and a story came up on the Telegraph but I couldn't read it. because <laughs> So hopefully Bernard's hopefully Bernard listening <laughs> yeah. uh, and, and he can just clear up the story. But, yeah, yeah. Go, on, go on Bernie. Yeah, Bernie. Help us out. And then also as well, this, this is my, my following Melbourne victory story, so I'll, I'll try and wrap it up quick, Tosh, so I'm, I'm yeah. not uh, eating into your time. Yeah, I know. But um, it's also um, uh, kind of, that this is as a player, but again, his behaviour as a manager is pretty shocking as well. So he went, he went and managed Melbourne victory. Is he still, so, he's still his manager, isn't he? Nah, nah he's, he's managing in Belgium, I think. Oh, he, he was when I was there. <laughs> yeah, so he... Um, so I've, I've seen him on the on the on the telly doing interviews. He's quite arrogant. Mm. But I, I had the chance to um, to obviously see him kind of close up and in person. So that the Jets played Melbourne Victory in the FFA Cup, like first round. Benny and, and the Jets. Um, what's that? Sorry. Benny and the Jets. Benny and the Jets. It's an Elton John song. Carry on. Oh, I see. Sorry. Mate. <laughs> um, yeah. So um, the, the, the Jets can't use their stadium. Um, like in the first few rounds because the, the rugby league team use it so yeah. they, they played at the, the non-league gra- ground so, so I went along and this is like proper proper non-league ground so there's like one one stand and the rest is just like just grass banks so like I was um, leaning up against the uh, the railing that goes around yeah. like the uh, like the Wheelstone Raider <laughs> and, I, and I was literally like a couple of metres behind Muscat and like, I can see him like p- pacing up and down and he's like shouting like really aggressive like a caged animal. Yeah. And I'm standing behind him like and he made him go in, call him a dingle bastard, call him a dingle bastard, shouted at him. And I was thinking to myself, because I, I was like working for the uh, the Football Federation at the time. Yeah. So I was kind of thinking, so when you sign the contract, it says, obviously, um, maintain the reputation of, <laughs> of the organisation. Don't but, call anyone a dingle bastard. Well, this is the thing, I can't remember it saying, don't call anyone a dingle bastard, but... I decided against it in the end, and in my head, I just abused him in my head, which was uh, which was good enough for me. Yeah, yeah, you, you slept you slept easy that night. Yeah, yeah. proper man. So you basically bottled it. Well, I, I, I was in yeah. I was in Melbourne, and there was a Melbourne what they called now, Melbourne City. Uh, there were City. Melbourne Heart, Melbourne City, and Melbourne uh, Victory. And uh, I I, had to, I was I was I picked Melbourne Victory for about six hours, and then I was like, oh shit, yeah. Kevin Muscat. So I just I just yeah switched yeah. switched over. But also uh, Melbourne, Melbourne uh, City had Robert Corran in the team at the time. So, yeah, they did actually. Yeah, so I had to go with that. Right, a- another question I've got. So there's enough negativity in the world. So we've gone with the, with the three hated, you know, three yeah. most hated players. I've got uh, who's your favourite player who's played who's play against the Albion? Um, yeah, for me, easy one, Dennis Bergkamp. Like okay. one of my, he's probably my favourite player of all time, actually. So Dennis Bergkamp. Yeah, he's just. Uh, yeah, he's, he's just a different level, man. Like, his, his touch, um, just his, his vision, he's just, he was class. 
he was brilliant. And I got, I've had this conversation a few times about him being. I think he's one of the one of the best players ever. But like, I think he's just he, he didn't get the recognition that he deserved. But yeah, Bergkamp for me, absolute class player. Yeah, yeah. No, he he didn't really um, bring his game into disrepute, did he? He, he played the game no. well, he looked well. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd say that. I mean, he, we, back end of the career, I think, I think he he definitely scored against us when we drew one all away. Can you remember? Um, yeah, I can remember that one. I think we drew one all away. Was it him? Russell Holt sort of made a mistake. I don't know. Oh, I guess, Earnshaw I, scored with Martin Sakiri down the wing, crossed it. Earnshaw scored. I'm pretty sure yeah. Bergkamp scored then. Or he definitely, or he might have scored. I don't know. He's definitely he has, scored. He's definitely he scored, scored against, against us, against us because yeah, because I was watching some videos of him um, not long ago, just some quality goals, and and I, I've seen him score against us on there. So yeah, yeah. Right. So we're going into the quiz. Sweet. So the quiz I said we were going to do, I've changed it. Uh, okay. What the quiz was going to be, it was going to be um, a, a obscure Albion player or serial killer. But I thought it's, it's a bit bad taste. And also, um, a, a, we've actually got, you know, like hundreds and odd listeners in America. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. And obviously most of the serial killers were uh, from America. So I didn't want to like yeah. rake, rake, up, rake up old graves, you know. Yeah. Literally. Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. True. So, uh, yeah. So I just thought... Let's just do it. Yeah, family podcast, I suppose. Yeah. Probably, yeah. Well, we're a family and we listen to it, so yeah, that's yeah. a family podcast. Right, so it is obscure Albion player or yeah. Eurovision contestant. <laughs> Class. Class. <laughs> yeah, you prefer that. Yeah. yeah. Je- no, Jeff- Jeffrey Dahmer's not in this one, unfortunately. So you've got set A to set F. Uh, I always go E, so let's go uh, E. I've not lost yet. Yeah, all right, cool. So I'm just, I'm just hoping the Eurovision Song Contest there, like um, Katrina and the Waves uh, and Bob Taylor. <laughs> yeah. Gina G or Darren Moore. Um, right, so we're going first one. So I'm just going to say a name. You tell me if it's a Eurovision or an Albion player. Okay. Okay. Uh, first one is Ronnie Carroll. I don't know what I'm thinking about it because I have no idea. It's just a guessing. <laughs> oh, no, <yeah. laughs> trying to work it out, man. Uh, let's go. Uh, uh, Eurovision. You go in Eurovision. Yeah. <laughs> Slapping there. Yeah, Ronnie Carroll uh, represented the UK in 1962 and 1963. Right, so, nice, nice. There you go. So that's one for you. Next one is Ali Gabir. Uh, Ali Gabir, I know was an Albion player. Ali Gabir, Albion player. All right, let me have yeah. a look. Okay. Do you know much more about him? Uh, Egyptian, was he? Yeah. Centre-back, maybe? Yes, yeah. 2018, played no games, but he was meant to be um, class. Like, it, it, we, we, I think we were going to do him and Agassi at the back. Yeah, I know. Did we sign him at the same time? Yeah, we did sign him after. We signed him in the January, but the, the Egyptians yes. call him the Ministry of Defence, those two. Yeah, but it, yeah, didn't, didn't really materialise. Right, last one is uh, Sydney Bowser. Sydney Bowser. Sydney Bowser. Yeah. Sydney Bowser. I'm gonna go Albion player. You're gonna go Albion, yeah. You've already yeah. won the shootout, but this is to see if it's a sweep. So look. Yeah, Sydney okay. Bowser actually played for us for uh, 16 years. Yeah, 1908, okay. 1908 until uh, 2024, 
yeah. That's the longest contract in history. Yeah. Uh, Centre half, scored 64 goals. Really? Yeah, in 331 appearances, so not great. Let's try and write a, write a song about Sydney Bowser. It'd be, it'd be good to write a song about actually. Yeah. Bowser would be quite good. Yeah, Sydney Bowser. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll leave that with you. Yeah, leave, leave me to it. Yeah. All right, Sam. Cheers for that time. Uh, nice one, mate. Yeah, good, good choices and well done on the quiz. Uh, See you nice later. One. Cheers, man. Ta-da. Right, second this week is going to be Dan Westbury. Uh, it's always good to have him on because he does know his stuff. He showed it in the quiz the week before last, um, and he, he wants to. Uh, I did book him in for half an hour in half an hour's time, but he wants to do. Uh, we'll watch the game because the the, pre- the Premier League's back, isn't it, for the first time in hundred days? So we can both get this out of the way and watch videos. Hello. How you doing, West? You're right. I'm good, Jimmy. How are you, sir? I'm all good. I'm all good. I said like we've brought your sock forward. Um, half an hour just so you can get ready for the football oh what's that circus at Villa Park at 4 or 6 o'clock well yeah I just said hopefully we'll both be settled and watch watch them lose oh hopefully but yeah, yeah you never know it's a shame it's them man the first game I know yeah. you know any, anybody else but uh, yeah it's football there man it's been it's been actually 100 days in it to the day since the last is that, football is that how long it's been 100 days yeah I've watched a bit of the German football but it's either the same is it I'm not a fan of it. I'm not a fan of it. I mean, it, it's bad without the without the you know the, the fans anyway. But I don't really know yeah. a lot of the players, so it might nah, be a bit different because I know most of the Brighton team. So when Brighton play Southampton, yeah. I sort of yeah. know some of the players. So I'll have a bit of yeah. investment in it. Yeah. yeah but, but, um, but nah, it's proper football back now, mate. Yeah. Album on Saturday and that's so. something to look forward to. Boost your morale, you know what I mean? Got that stage now. It's locked down. It's the same old stuff every day. You know what I mean? Exactly. So it, it gives it, it gives everyone something to look forward to. And it does. And get get the bets on the, on the go. Lose all the bets. You yeah. know, fantasy football. Yeah, yeah. Things that That's aren't really hard. important, like fantasy football and bets. But it's actually it's part of your week, isn't it? Really. Oh yeah. Um, when you've been to work or little things like that, give you a bit of a boost on a weekend. You know what I mean? So. It, yeah, I don't think I'll be even save money on on not betting. I've just spent it on other stuff. Oh, tell me about it. Yeah, tell me Right, so this week, um, you nominated to come forward. Cause it's a bit of a weird one this week. It's it's not really yeah. Albion related in a sense. I mean, it is because the players had to have played against the Albion. That was the rule. But yeah, it's just yeah, it's just like fans. You know, certain fans despise other players for whatever reason. I mean, yeah. a, a lot of yeah. time it can be just petulance, or you know, it can be. For, for valid reasons, like my brother, yeah. my brother picked three generic ones. You know, I, I, I don't think he, you know, most people would agree with what he chosen, but this, he's got stories yeah. behind it and stuff. Sound. Yeah. So, what have you based them on? Is it are they local rivals or? Just uh, I suppose that they, they are. They've all played for local rival teams. Uh, I mean, what I thought about, I thought I, know, I tried to look like players who don't against us, but like. Like, so for example, like Jermaine Defoe, like, every time he plays against the Albion, he always scores against us. But actually, like, like Jermaine Defoe, you know what I mean? I like, well, what he doing with like, Bradley Larry and that? And he comes across as a decent, decent fella, so yeah. I won't really want to put him. I won't, I won't, if he comes at the Albion, I won't give him any, any animosity. No. But there's like certain players for the years who, I don't know, give, give the Albion fans a bit of stick or they play for local rivals. And there's always that bit of like. Uh, I won't say hatred too much, but you always want to give a bit of stick kind of thing. So, so I've got, got like, a base around that. Yeah, it's like a pantomime, isn't it, really? Yeah. 
Well, that's yeah. time. Okay, have you, have you ranked them? So have you gone like? Uh, I have, yeah, because obviously last last week, uh, last time I was on the podcast, I went for uh, put them in order by date. Yeah. This week I've just gone from three to one. Yeah. Yeah, no, that that sound. So let's start then. Who you got? Who you got as number three? Oh, it was a tough one. Uh, I was coming and in all afternoon. I'll, go, I'll make a special mention to Steve Claridge. He would have been on my list, but I've, I've changed it last minute. Okay. I've gone for num- at number three. I've gone for Ewan Roberts. Okay. Uh, obvious he scored uh, an hat-trick against us for Wolves. The last time the beat is at the Orphans. I've checked on Wikipedia earlier. He was at Wolves one season. He scored he scored 12 goals for him. He scored four against us. He scored an hat-trick when they beat us at the Albion. And then when we played at Molyneux later on the season, he scored again. Oh, did he? So a third, a third of his goal, his total goals at the outer Wolves against the Albion I, I thought he was there longer but he was more Norwich wasn't he yeah I thought that but uh, and then I think before he was at Wolves he scored against us for Leicester and then he went to Norwich and I remember we, the season we got promoted we played Norwich on a Friday night and they beat us 2-0 and he scored again <laughs> but he was just an old player look he was like he had no teeth that he was yeah. like he was like ginger hair the sort of kid when he was born, the, 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 the midwife slapped his mother. You know, then he just <laughs> he was the most uh, aesthetically pleasing of uh, men. But uh, yeah, he always just scored against us, and that trick against uh, when he scored against the Wolves always sticks out. So yeah, I think he deserves to make my list just for that. Yeah, no, he, he, I don't know much about him. He's a bit before my time, but he wasn't a great player as well, was he? He was just a no, he was just like you know, uh, old school, held the ball up. Old school, you know. around the fox in the box kind of striker. Yeah, he's old school, like chuck a few cheeky elbows in, stand on the defender's yeah, toes. That, but yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all, yeah. No, that no. Kind of play, yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I struggle with this because, I mean, there's a lot of players I dislike, but I did say to my brother, I just sort of tarnish a lot of all, just any, any Wolves player, any Villa player. I don't really dive into yeah. them too much, but yeah. um, there's a few who I dislike, but. No, no, yeah. you and Robert. Trying to think over the years, players over now, like yeah. give the fans a bit of stick. I've got sent off or cheated a little bit simulation, but uh, yeah, I've just gone for like three players who, yeah, I've, they've, they've all retired now. All the three I've chose, but uh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the memory, the memory still there. Uh, That's still the lasts. one. Yeah. Uh, who have you got as number two then? Number two, I've actually mentioned the same bloke on a previous. Uh, Podcast when he played for us, it's actually Paul Pesky Salido. Oh, okay. Yeah, the reason you, you, why you, I loved, you loved him at the Albion. Yeah, I loved him at the Albion, but I hated him, I hated him everywhere else. Okay. Uh, again, he always seemed to score against us. I remember when he played for Stoke. Uh, obviously, we had that voodoo. We had that Indian sign out of Stoke for many years. Twenty-five years. We, we, yeah, we never beat him, and I remember like. Do you remember back in the day before like, Sky showed the Championship football? He was always on like ITV. He was always on on a su- Sunday afternoon. It was called the Central Match Live, and it was always uh, Jimmy Greaves and uh, was it Ian, uh, St John. Uh, Ian St John. Oh, Ian St John. They, yeah. Was it? Was that for yeah, the? Um, uh, was that just for the football league? Football league. Yeah, he was always on like, the Central Match. He was always on like, teams like around this area. Oh, okay. But uh, I remember I was playing football on a Sunday morning and then back on a because I don't Sky at the time. Yeah. Uh, I used to go back on a Sunday afternoon and watch the, uh, watch the Central Match Live. But I remember we played Stoke a few times. He was always at our old ground and he always seems to score against us. And when he scored, he'd done like, silly like celebration, like uh, waving his hands. 
Uh, and the one that sticks out for me, I think it was a 94 to 95 season. Um, we played him at the Albion. We put them at 1 0 up and they beat us 3 1. And when he scored, he gave the bummy round to Stacks. And my uncle, bless him, he's, uh, my uncle John, he's, he passed away he's about, uh, eight years ago now, but he was a yeah. steward in the uh, Woodman Corner. And as he, as Pesky said, they went running over the corner. My uncle John just ran at him to, go, to try and grab him. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I, I, I saw it on YouTube today, so uh, as you saw, I do uh, share a lot of these videos onto you. Uh, yeah, into the WhatsApp in, group, into the WhatsApp so, uh, group, yeah. I'll, I'll share that one. No, but, no, uh, yeah. Also, you uh, left us to get a full um, But uh, another, when he played for Sheffield United, he played against us at the Battle of Bramall Lane. Yeah. And also that season, we played Sheffield United at home. We lost one. Uh, we lost we one, lost nil. one nil. And he's picked the ball up in his own half. He's beat about two or three players. He's shot from 30 yards. He's hit the bar. It's come out. And I think he was edited in by Carla Sarba. I, I googled this last night. I wonder yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that. I'd, I'd, say say I'd, I'd say Carla Sarba, yeah. It sticks yeah. in that, and that he, name. And he also, he also played against us. Uh, he played for Derby in the playoff final when they beat us in 2007. He's had, he's had loads of t- clubs, isn't he? Some yes. more clubs in Tiger Woods. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he's been about to be. Yeah. Yeah, it must be a shame to have your childhood hero in your in your hated. But, yeah, he's crazy, isn't he? Yeah, but it's it, it's probably just a little tiny part yeah. of his career. Like he probably didn't he probably didn't mean to the Albion probably didn't mean yeah. that much to him as he did to yeah. us. Yes. Which yeah. Find. But but I think I've mentioned the bloke in every podcast I've been on, he, he ain't sponsoring me or anything. <laughs> Yeah, it'd be weird to yeah sponsor. Yeah, just I'm put me in the most hated. Brady. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, Pessy Cedar. What's so what's your what's your opinion when like does it, does it annoy you more when someone celebrates if they have played for us in the past and they score and celebrate like Lukaku famously? Well, not famously, but he doesn't really celebrate against us, Lukaku. But that, yeah, I mean, it's just respecting. It's been a bit of mutual respect. I'm not being Curtis Davies played uh, played for Villa. And he scored against us in the fantasy. He never celebrated. I know. I know. He left on bad terms. Mm. Signing for the Villa and now, and the way he forced his transfer move. But I think it was a season after when Moby was manager and we got relegated. He was at Gabriel Park. Davis scored. And in fairness to him, he never celebrated. But I think it's just. I think it's just mutual respect because in the day, yeah, you got no players move on. Play for different clubs. But Walsh was at that club. That club paid your money. The fans support you, just so I think you do have a bit of respect. It's more the yeah, it's more the fans. Even if you dislike the club, you've got to still think of the fans. The fans don't really yeah. deal with it. The yeah. internet, in, you know, daily in, yeah. ins and outs. But like James McLean, remember when we beat Sunderland one nil and he ran over to the Sunderland fans. Yeah, it, and obviously it, it, it just shows it, it, what type of person does it really. Yeah, but it, I don't, I don't know. Giving him stacks and stacks, and he's getting to the point where they, they were giving him stacks. To be fair, yeah. Well, obviously, a bit uh, with the Irish things. Fair enough. I mean, don't you can't take it. Don't give it. It's like when uh, Keith Andrews played for us, and I think he was when he played Wolves. He started to clear off at Wolves, but when he was warming up, all the Wolves fans were giving him stick and that. Yeah, when, yeah. He scored, when he come on, he scored. He celebrated. Yeah, yeah, arms aloft. Yeah, he had his arms out, didn't he? It's one of them, but you know, it's like the Kaki when the Kaki comes to the album now. He went in for that one season. He was a bit of fresh air, so there's no real animosity there. We we knew that long term he was 
going to move on to better things. Yeah, so when yeah. he comes back up the Albion now, I know he's planning to hit the Marmar, but when he comes back up, when he plays for Man United and Everton, he's giving him a decent reception. So yeah, he, sc- he scored like in the second minute for Everton. I remember he didn't, he didn't celebrate. Yeah, I remember him, that. Yeah, I remember, uh, yeah. Who, who, who have you got as number one then? Number one, I've gone for Leandro. Okay. Yeah, I was linked to the Villa, which to me never really bothered me. But he went on loan to Stoke when Moby was manager, and he was a proper little shit out that guy. And like, he was deep, like, you know, uh, getting to like uh, always in the referee trying to get decisions and that. I remember at the end of the game, he was like, uh, I'd, like tapping to the album fans as well, like taking the piss corner thing and yeah. little things like that. I remember, and I think the season after. He played Leicester at home and he lost 4 1. Uh, he's only Luke Moore got sent off. I think Leicester yeah. looked really good that season, but he come on for Leicester. I think he, he was on loan again there. Who, Lee Andrew? He come on. Yeah, I can't remember being Leicester. Again. Yeah, he was there. He was at Leicester. Come on, he's coming. He's managing from the Italian. He's given the Albion fans stacks. And then a few seasons after, he was at Derby. And he was in that game when we drew two each. I think I mentioned it in a previous podcast. It was when Robbie Savage was giving Bram and Ben a stick. Yeah. Saying like, about like, sniffing a... The gear. Not narcotics. Yeah. But uh, he was at the same guy, and then again, he was like involved in stuff, and he's giving the Albion fans fan stick. He just, he just always come across as a little, little shit out. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, 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 I saw this, disliked him, but did you watch him in, did you watch him in that Harry's Heroes? Yeah, in fairness, you come across as a decent chap. I mean, the thing is, though, once you cross that white line, you change, though. You're like, yeah. I'm, I like these players off the pitch and really nice people, but as soon as they cross that white line, the mentality changes, and they? They, they do everything to piss people off, basically, get, get involved in stuff. Yeah. Warn your uh, opposing fans up, uh, do anything really to, to uh, get a foothold. So, it is, yeah. Yeah, well, no, it's it's, pl- it's players in it really. I mean, you can't sometimes you can't get too personal. You just didn't like him on the pitch. Like my brother's sort of backed it up with uh, off the field antics as well. But, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, no, sound Lee Hendry. And so with the other one, so I said instead of it all being like hatred and stuff like that. Yeah. What about the other the other side of it? So what players do you actually like? Who's your favourite player? Um, like, like, like you said, who did you say at the start? Who you who you yeah. respect? Who did you say at the start? The best player I've seen in the Albion, I, I thought, was Zola. We played Chelsea in our first season in the Premiership. And I think it was his last season at Chelsea, but he caught, they caught the Albion. Chelsea beat us, but he was, he was superb that day. He pretty much won the show. Yeah, I think he's about 35 at the time. Yeah, yeah, I remember the game. He just had such a class about him. And like I say, I just thought he was just the way he played the game that day, which was, was just class. I always liked him at Chelsea. He always come across as a, a gentleman. Um, and you look at him, he's very really small, and he weren't blessed with like great pace or strength. No, no, he wasn't. Just, he was just like, he was just technical ability. Yeah. Just a, just just a really good footballer. I remember that game. It was before Chelsea were, you know, became. Yeah, uh, I think they finished top. Yeah, I think that season. I watched Premiership years the other day because obviously. What the year moment, would that so have been? Then? To be watching. What year would that I have been? I think it was two, 2003. Okay. Uh, I think now he played Liverpool last game of the season and he was pretty much winner take the fourth spot uh, I think Chelsea might, may have won and they uh, finished fourth and mm. then they got the same summer they got brought out by Abramovich 
Yeah, and then they they got Ranieri and got you not Joe Cole, Duff. Yeah, McAuley, uh, yeah, Crespo, Veron. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But um, did Zola score a free kick that game? I think he might have done. Yeah, I, I think have, he I did. I remember check, that. But it's, and I think he won him. I think he was that good. The Albion fans clapped him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, in in the in the Zoom special. Which I'm going to have you on if you want to be on it in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, definitely, man. Um, yeah, definitely. We're talking about that saying the first season we gave everyone like the respect, like we clapped him and stuff, the big players. And I think I'd probably clap Zola now. He's just one of these like he's a model professional, wasn't he? Yeah. And played the game well. Um, yeah. But they say he's too nice. That's why he's not really cut the mustard as a manager because he's he's just a nice guy. Yeah. You probably need that yeah, extra yeah, bit. Yeah, of he ain't got that really frustrating, which I think you need sometimes to deal with players and. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? It was Bosco and things. Yeah, probably more EA really like. Uh, what well, he was at Blues, weren't he? They got rid of. Uh, they got rid of Gary Rewitt. Yeah. Which was a bit strange. They brought
How do you spell that? N A B E R. Omar. I know. I know. We have the Nabi brothers. Yeah. Uh, um, I've, I know. Yeah, I'll, I'll, go, I'll go for Albion player. You go for Albion. Okay, yeah. Let's have a look. <laughs> You've hit the post and it's come out. Um, <laughs> yeah, he was uh, U- Eurovision in 2005 for Slovenia. No, that, that, no, that was the same with Slovenia. I know, yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's a bit of politics involved in that, I reckon. But <laughs> yeah, get him a get him a bung. But um, yeah, so you've you've won the shootout two one anyway. Yeah. But hang we, on, we, we have had an hour mark. We had a, is, oh, I don't, I'm sure we've had an hour mark play for us. I, I think so. I mean, I, I've, I've, I've gone through them all. There are some that we've had. Yeah. It's a very similar name. You've got the Nabi, but we've got yeah. um. Oh, it's Ali Alabsi in it. Ali Alabsi, who played, who's from Oman. Maybe. But yeah, yeah so the three yeah. that you've chosen it isn't the same as Tom's, so yeah, we've got six choices so far. Am I, am I second so far? Yeah, second, he's second, yeah. Two out of six. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. So it gives you 15 minutes to get yourself ready for the football. Lovely, mate. Shit Superb. on the villa. Is that, is that everything this week? Yes, yeah, that's it for this week. Lovely, yeah. guys. Yeah, you, 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 don't, you don't need to win. sing because you you, you, it's not your hat trick. So you, yeah, you've got a week off, you don't have to sing. Look, I don't have a fifth one. Yeah, all right. Sweet. Coming up next is going to be Gaz Billingham. After the large gap between his first and his second uh, appearance, he's, uh, he's, he's done back-to-back episodes now. So he is uh, multitasking. He's got his son in his arms anyway. So Yeah, he's multitasking, but he'll do a good job. Hello. How you doing, guys? You alright? Alright, Jimmy. Yeah, good, good. You're multitasking at the moment, aren't you? That's the you... name of the game at the minute, man. Is it? Oh, well, I've got that to come in the next couple of years, I reckon. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, I'm 31, so that's sort of the age where you need to start thinking about growing up. For me. <laughs> Just put it off for as long as you can, man. Yeah, yeah, well, I've, I've, done, I've done that. I've done well. <laughs> um, yeah, so after that large gap, uh, you were on you know, your first week on and then like about a four week gap. I can't get rid of you now. <laughs> yeah, back, back to back episodes. Uh, I'm enjoying it, man. Yeah, yeah. But you've, yeah, you've, 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 you did well last week, so I can't, I can't drop you. So, uh, right. yeah. But it's also your, your hat trick, isn't it? So you're supposed to sing, but I don't know if it's going to wake up the, uh, the little one. So that might, uh, that, that might oh, just be a decoy. That might be an excuse. Just because you're too scared oh, to sing. I've got to, I've got to perfect my lyrics, mate. I'll, I'll, I'll get it to you. I'll get it to you. Don't you, worry. you don't need to do the uh, Lloyd Dyer choir. That's that's a that's a separate one. Just just oh. just any sing song will do. But um, yeah, so so, the, so this week it's a bit of a it's it's it is it is Albion related, but it's like indirectly Albion related, isn't it? So it's the most yeah. disliked or hated opposing player. So um, so we'll we'll bring it back round to the Albion, but. Like I said, it's, it's indirect. So, are you one that sort of? Hate, do you hate opposing players? Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll always pick on one. Like, <laughs> always be, pick I on one. Why, but I'll, I'll pick on one player in the opposition usually, and uh, I'll just I'll, 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 I'll take it. It's like I'm playing against him, <laughs> and I've got to win. We've got to win my one-to-one battle. How, how do you uh, decide on who to pick on? Is it is it the number or uh, position? Or is it, uh, or do you have to do, you do a bit of like prior prior reading just to see who's you know who's um, the, the biggest dick? Uh, 
defence are good. Hated David Speedy ever since. Yeah, I remember my dad always taking me up the up the Alden, like when I was really young, stood at the back of the brummer. Yeah, and I remember looking at him, thinking, "Oh, my dad's swearing that he'd kill me if I swore." And I remember him like looking at me, saying, "When you come up the Albion, that's the only time you're allowed to swear." So like, yeah. he gave me a, he gave me a pass. Yeah, he don't, couldn't don't, control his own. Don't uh, tell your mother. Yeah, don't tell yeah. your mother. But um, I I got the uh, the nod. So basically, it was a liquidator. I'd have been about ten, and uh, it was coming up, and it was like you know, just about to swear. My dad looked at me, and gave me the nod. So he's like, "Yeah, go on, there you go." And I, I, I belted out, and I've not stopped ever since. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just the nod, just like no words exchanged. So there you go. You're a man. You're a man now at ten years old. So what have, what have you chosen? What what have you? Uh, yeah, what have you based on? So is it just? What they've done in a certain game against the Albion is it their, um, you know, reputation? That's a wheel it down, mate. To be honest, I mean, that's quite, that's quite a wheel it down. Like, I, I struggle. Yeah, like, I had about seven. Some so some I topics thought... I couldn't do it as a as a guest. I, I, I would have pulled out of this one straight away. But um, yeah, yeah, I had loads, man. So I had to wheel it down. Like uh, I could have just gone easy, but I tried to find just different reasons to hate them. To be honest, yeah. Um, like Steve Ball would have been easy, you and Roberts would have been easy, but they haven't made my final cut because I haven't got much to talk about other than yeah. I had some Yeah, yeah. Well, you and Roberts got picked last the last time actually. Um, yeah. yeah. Has your dad not brainwashed you to hate any players? Oh, anybody that's ever played for Man United. Yeah, that's he's just done that. General rule of thumb. Yeah. That, well, that, that is in there. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, right. Really so we'll go with. Have you ranked him? So have you gone third to first, or have you just got three? Uh, there's a definite, definite winner. Okay, um, all right then. So go with joint second then, or third. Right, joint second. First is uh, it was a toss up between uh, Gabby Ogbonlahor, yeah. but um, James McLean wins it. Okay. I've gone for the I've gone for the popularity vote yeah. Not not the most hated, the third one, is it? Is the third one. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, McLean. Yeah. Yeah. For obvious it... reasons, I like, I'd respect him for having his own opinion and like keeping it to to himself, like, but it's just the hypocrisy of like it's two fingers up to the whole of England, eh? Hmm. I'll take you I'll take your money for being an average footballer. Um they're not going to stand for anything that you that you stand for. That's, yeah, what, that's is, what gets me. Yeah, there is hypocrisy in it, and he's he's got he's got a he's got a point. I mean, the the, the I mean the poppy thing. It's 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 remembrance, isn't it? So it's basically world you know World War One and World War Two effectively. But he sees it as just the British Army in general, doesn't he? But yeah, it's, but it's, it's, just, it's just, just further than that, man. You can tell it. It's... Yeah, I oh, know. It's it's a uh, it's um you can probably. I think um, his family got killed by the British Army, which you can understand it, but it's just the the hypocrisy, the hypocrisy of, you know, 
go and play for Cork City then if you know go and earn yourself a thousand euros a week playing for Dundalk or whatever you know yeah, if, if, if you hate that showing that he as well. is, that, is that confirming well we, we're, strugg- really, we're yeah. struggling Sorry, for a sixth yeah. we're struggling to get a sixth guest so we've got we've got one now anyway yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's telling yeah, you to no, pick he's... he's saying pick Agbon no <laughs> Oh, good for Gabby Agbonnor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I'm a clean. It's just I, I hated him beforehand, and then when we signed him, oh, I didn't want to. Yeah, like, it was a bad signing. It was a bad signing on the to, pitch. You and have to like force yourself to like say, well, he's got his own work, and he, as long as he, he we would get anything on him, in the club and whatever. But it was also shit. Yeah, exactly. It was shit for us. And he just he's just got no he's got no association or like integrity for. Anybody's ever played for? No. So no. Stokes don't uh, particularly like him as well. No, no, well, nobody does. The sooner he's, well, sooner he's done inside, the better. Like, no. You can yeah. understand that. Like, if it was Lionel Messi, you'll be like, yeah, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll be a hypocrite and just love him, love him for being a footballer. But yeah, yeah. He, 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 and he's not that good as well. So it's, right. it's double whammy. He works hard. He's the sort. He's also. He's got. It's his lack of ability as well. He just makes me think. You know what? I'd have put my head down when I was playing for on cue. <laughs> I couldn't. Yeah. Because yeah. I could just. Uh, I could just grab down the down. Yeah. Uh, were you? Were you a right? Were you a right back? Well, I was right back, right midfield before my pace let me go. Man. Like Phil Neville. Yeah. I was also a sweeper when I played with your brother at Netherton. Yeah. Was the fastest sweeper at Neverton under 16, right? Like, yeah. That's a long gone. Yeah. No, it's true, man. He, he, does show, he actually does show, uh, he's a dick and everything, but to look at him to say he's grafted, so he's got very little ability, but he's worked hard. He's, I assume he's probably trained hard. And he, he loves a tackle, doesn't he? But he's, anything else, he's, yeah, it's, it's just he's got through where he's through hard work, which is commendable. But then he just ruins it with everything else. That's the thing. Every time for the Albion, you kept like thinking, "Right, well, I used to work so hard for Albion. He plays for the Albion." Every six months, he'll do something. You just think, "Well, you just everything I ever tried to try and fit." You know that's it. Yeah. And he's gone now, so I don't have to feel any obligation to. Yeah, you can just go back to hating him now. Yeah, instead yeah. of instead of secretly hating him, you can you know yeah. overtly yeah. hate him. So who have you got as number two then? Number two, slightly controversial again. Uh, Number two is Paul Pascasia. Yeah, he's been picked twice. Has he? Yeah, well, oh. West, Westbury, I don't know if you've heard Westbury. He mentions Pesky Salido every week. So I thought he, he just loved Pesky Salido. But I think it's sort of like, yeah, he had a love affair. You know, like when your ex moves on, you delete her off Facebook and you're just like programmed to hate her. It's that sort, <laughs> it's that sort of vibe, I think. But now he's gone. He's just like, yeah, hates him. Yeah, but if you pick Pesky Salido, yeah. what's well, your reasoning? He probably synonymises everything that's fickle about football fans because I, I, I hated him. I say hated him. I was, I was about 12, like, so it's about as strong as a 12 year old can hate anybody. But I hated him before we signed for Albion. And it's because it's that, you know, it's that he tends to just pick up a player in the opposite. <laughs> Whenever he's playing for the Albion, he scores more often than not. And he always scored problems. So, like the Brummie Road, giving grief for whatever else. Because he kept falling, I've been, I've been reminded about it. Wanted to give him a, give him grief. Yeah. But then when we signed him, 
it was a it was pretty big signing for us, largely because it meant he couldn't score against us anymore. Yeah. So we, we signed <laughs> yeah. him, and uh, he got off to a decent start. And um, my dad uh, brought me a hamster, mm-hmm. so I named the hamster Pesh. So yeah. I had a pesticide hamster and everything. Yeah, he was with us for all of a all of a few months, and he's been one of us again. So. Did, they, did anyone else call him Pesh, or was he just like Albion fans? Because I, I, I called him Pesh because at, at the age of seven, it's hard to say. I couldn't say crisps at seven. <laughs> I say crisps. So I'm not going to be able to say Pesky Salido. <laughs> so that, that's probably why. Yeah, but yeah, I still call him Pesh to the day. Like, not when I see him, but you know. But uh, yeah, I refer to him as Pesh. But yeah, he, he scored. Westbury was saying he scored against us like for Derby, um, for Fulham. Uh, he scored against us all the time. That was the thing. When when he left for Fulham, we were doing our season. And um, he dropped down a division to go and sign for Fulham, who were a nothing club. Just went for the money. Yeah. And um, it was a proper two fingers up to us. And yeah. then I, I did a bit of a, a research to try to figure out, well, any other reason I can justify me hated for him. <laughs> and then I realised he, he started against us for Derby in the playoff final. How did he? 2007? Yeah. He started for Derby, so we had, had Steve Howard and Pesca Salido started up front. He also played in the um, uh, Battle of Bramall Lane for Sheffield United. Well, there you go. Yeah. It's a done deal, mate. Yeah, he's gone, yeah. Signed, sealed, delivered. Yeah. <laughs> Peace off, Pesh. Um, yeah. Right, so, um, yes, yeah, so you got McLean, Pesca Salido, both ex-Albion as well, which, that's not the uh, the topic, you know. <laughs> oh, no. is, is, is this one, is, is this one ex-Albion that you hate? As well. No, this one's not. Okay, cool. Who have you, you got me? Who's your, who's your hated, the, most hated? The, the main one's Robbie Keane. Okay. I what? fucking hated Robbie Keane. From the Wolves I, days, or? Well, that was enough of a reason. But then, when he left the Wolves, he, uh, he just, it was inevitable that he scored against us. Yeah. To the point where, like, if ever we played against Tottenham, or Liverpool, or wherever else, or Coventry, or whatever, I have to put a bet on the game for him to score against us. Just to soften the blow that the inevitable will happen and he'll score. At least I'll get a bit of money in my pocket. Yeah, the only time he didn't score against us was when he went to an Inter Milan for the season. <laughs> he had a bit of respite yeah. then. <clears throat> yeah, he scored. He scored about nine in eleven games or something. It's um, it's ridiculous. He scored yeah. all the time. Um, other reasons is um, when he was a youth player at the Wolves. Um, my missus used to work in the factory. And he asked my missus at once when I when I had a lot of teenagers and she pinned him off. Yeah. Which I thought I'd for just going anyway, trying to think about it. Yeah. I've got this constant paranoia that my missus thinks that if she'd have changed the decision, she'd done more to a more to me you know, professional. You, you cut you're cutting off. <laughs> it's you're, you're cutting off there. Oh you, honestly, the, you are on about Robbie Keane tried to get me a missus when she was in catering. When she was a cousin, when she was a teenager, so part of me's got this paranoia that the missus thinks that if she'd have said something different yeah. 20 odd years ago, she'd be married to a multi millionaire footballer instead of uh, living in Old Hill. So. Yeah, I think she just went with reputa- footballing reputation in Cradley Heath, so I think <laughs> Gaz, Gaz Billingham, the, the right back centre mid sweeper, had, yeah. Yeah, held more value than Robbie Keane, probably. Made the right choice yeah, overall. Definitely made the right choice overall. But uh, he always scored. I remember watching uh, an interview. I think he scored two against us. Did that stupid gamble thing. Can't even do That's a proper cartwheel. Well. It's not even a flip. Yeah, he can't even do a proper cartwheel. It's pathetic, really. It's a, ga- it's a gamble. 
Yeah. Do you know that? Um, do you know that gamble is actually just a black country word? Yeah. 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 Shock. Yeah. Uh, stop the press. Well, I, I said it. I think I was in on the Isle of Wight, and I was like, "Oh, I did a gamble," and they were going, "What's that?" And I was like, <laughs> "I was like when you roll forward, and they're like a roly poly." I was like, well, "Yeah." But a gamble, you know, and yeah, so it's a black country word. So you heard it if, well, you didn't hear no, it. Right. Yeah, yeah, gamble. So, I mean, the London Baggies can uh, represent yeah. the, uh, the yeah. answer. Yeah, yeah, but it's uh, yeah, it's an educational show, isn't it, really? But, um, yeah, so Robbie Key, I remember, I remember him saying, oh, yeah, the Albion fans were giving me grief for my Wolves days. And it was probably like 10 years since he played for Wolves. So we've been, we've been giving him grief for 10 years. Uh, well... But, I'm giving grief today if you walk down the road. Exactly. That's just a, I, I, I can't with a thing. Like, I don't give anyone stick. So you hear it sometimes. You know, when, like, say, Robbie Kim's warming up and you go, boo. And they'll be like, don't wind him up, he'll score. So I, I'm sort of of that school, really, like, not wind him up. But then you can't beat winding a player up and then you beat him, can you? So it swings him roundabouts. It's part of the theatre of football, mate. It's going to be done. Yeah, yeah. So I'll, It's just I'll, worth it. Yeah, yeah, it, it is. I mean, it's, it's horrible when they score the winner and stand in front of the Brummie Road, but yeah, it, it's a. Yeah. Uh, and then you, you, also get players, you also get players who you don't give any stick to, because this guy nearly made me list as well. I don't give any stick to, but every time they score, all they do is go straight to the opposition fans and give them grief. Like Jamie Vardy. Jamie Vardy does it every time he ever scores. He did never watch him score, he never celebrates with Leicester fans. He's got a constant chip on his shoulder. Has <laughs> to give the opposition fans <laughs> grief. Whether he's home or away. He did it when uh, when, when he scored that um, that record consecutive games. He scored at the Orphans, didn't he? He did it then. Exactly. Ran, ran over to the Woodman Corner. Himself. The Woodman Corner. <laughs> like, such a coward. Yeah. Go over to the Smevic and do it, not the Woodman Corner. Yeah. Try it doing that there, mate. Yeah, yeah. Disa- poor disabled folks. Oh, no, yeah. Oh, no. Now, Vardy, yeah, Vardy's one of those. Like, you want him to play for you, but he, he's a dick. So, you know, with, with all the negativity in the world, we've got these three. So, what, what, what's your favourite? Did I tell you I'm going to ask you this question? You, what, yeah, what, yeah. What's your favourite player to play? You know, play against the Albion. Yeah. Yeah. Who, um, who you gone with? The stacks of players which I thought have, have been class like, and I admired them before they come down the Albion. I remember. Um, when Bazola coming down the Albion in the first season in the Premier League and just thought, this is different gravy, man. It was a completely different level. Yeah. Um, but the, the main one, like, I've just got a completely different level of respect for from when I saw him live was um, uh, David Beckham. Yeah. Um, I, I used to sit, cause just because of uh, laziness, I had a season ticket, which used to be the paddock at the bottom of the rainbow. Yeah. And then when... Um, it got changed into the east end. I still sat down that corner. I was really close down to the touchline. Obviously, the first um, first half, Beckham would have been playing right in front of me. So I had Neville and Beckham playing right in front of me. Yeah. And I've never seen a bloke work so hard in my life. Yeah, he did. Was, he did work hard, and he? he had that ability. But yeah, from, from what I've heard, he just grafted. You know, first he, on the first on the training, last to leave and stuff. Yeah, that ability looks. Hello. 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 Yeah, yeah, you cut off. Sorry, mate. It's alright. Not your fault, mate. Yeah. Um, yeah. Beckham. He, he looked the part. He looked the part. He, he looked like a bit of a fancy down player and whatever. And then obviously he's flashed, flashed lifestyle and that. But so they think they think much of him. Plus he played for Man United. But then literally, <laughs> I, I couldn't help but like massively respect the bloke from like watching him five yards away from me. Yeah. Literally run more than anybody I've ever seen down the Albion. 
um, despite the fact that they were probably winning 3-0 and then um, you don't really need to do it but his attitude is first class man absolutely first class yeah yeah no, no so we've had Bergkamp, Zola and Beckham for the for those answers this week so far um, yeah. right yeah so, so we've it's gone, it's gone pretty quick man so we'll have to go into the quiz yeah. Um, so, what the quiz is this week? It's going to be again a different format. It's I'm going to say a player. You need to tell me if said player is uh, an obscure Albion player or a Eurovision contestant. <laughs> All right. So, um, yeah. So you got set A, set B, set D, or set F. Uh, F. F. Okay. Cool. So. Uh, let me get the right one. Okay, so yeah, I'm just going to give you a name. It's going to be Obscure Albion or, um, yeah, the Eurovision. Not winners, just anyone. <laughs> so it's yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's what furloughed life is. For for the for the last two hours, I've just been looking at bloody Eurovision 1964. So number one is Brian Kennedy. Okay, Eurovision or Albion. Brian Kennedy. Brian Kennedy. Yeah. You're gonna go oh, Eurovision. That has an Irish Eurovision. Okay. Entrance. So look. <laughs> yep, you're right. Irish Eurovision, two thousand and six. Oh, this is gonna leak out my guilty pleasure of locking Eurovision. Man. <laughs> yeah, I reckon you. Yeah, you definitely knew who it was. <laughs> I reckon. I reckon you, you love like a Eurovision party as well. So yeah. yeah. It was the it was the post on my bedroom wall that gave it away, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Kennedy, Brian Kennedy. Right, next one is Leslie Horn. Leslie Horn. Leslie Horn? Yeah, Leslie Horn. Oh, I don't know if you're trying to trick me with like a potential film. I'm going to go Eurovision again. You're going to go Eurovision. Let's have a look. <laughs> no, Albion. Played from 1948 to 1952, 13 games at centre back. So it wasn't that good. <laughs> In four seasons, played oh, 13 yeah, yeah. games. Right, this is coming down to the final penalty. Oh, yeah. All right. So last one is Fernando de Veld. That's gonna be Eurovision. Okay. I'd have, I would like to think I'd have known it. Yeah. So the surname is de Veld. Yeah. So Fernando de Veld. So you're gonna go Eurovision. Yeah. Yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Fernando Develde played for the Albion in 2001, played two games at left back. So he, he, he must have been Neil Clements, like, understudy. I'd never oh, heard of him. I'd never heard of him, to be fair. I'm going to Wikipedia hold full down tonight, mate. Yeah, yeah, that's some studying for you. But, uh, you know, it happens to the best of us. Yeah. All right, but um, yeah. So you've lost the penalty, but you've you've had some good anecdotes. So, uh, yeah, everyone's a winner. All right, I'll let you back. Let you go back to uh, family life anyway. <laughs> right. See you later. No See you in a bit. Ta-da. Yeah. Bye. Take care. <laughs> okay, coming at number four is going to be my dad, Phil. Uh, I sent him up to find a good, a good space in the garden for um, uh, to get better signal, but I, I've lost my phone, so he's been up there for about 20 minutes, so he's just found me uh, kicking off. 
So apologies when you're listening, Dad. Mm -hmm. Hi, Jim. Hello, Dad. You all right? Yeah, just about, yeah. Yeah, I've just uh, explained. I, I sent you up to the shed to get some good signal and I lost my phone, so I've been looking for it for like 10 minutes. And, uh, well, the thing is, I've had three months of lockdown, and now I've had to spend half an hour sitting in a dark, cold shed, <laughs> wet. <laughs> when were you doing it's worse than three months of lockdown? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. But uh, yeah, apologies for that anyway. Um, and I've, I've forced you to come on this week as well, because we were struggling to get a fifth member. So I've, I've forced you to come on and left you in a solitary confinement. Perfect. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, um... Yeah, I mean, you sort of half nominated, you was, and, and I half bullied you into doing it. But I think you've got enough hatred in you from a, a, anything non-Albion for you to, you know, talk for twenty minutes. Well, well, well I, I'm coming to the opposite angle. I've got too much hatred to everybody to, to actually whittle it down. That's the day. That's been the problem with me. I know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure you'd. you'd yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure you'd be fine with it, anyway. And it, and it is a family show after all. You don't want too much. Uh, uh, yeah, so. too much hatred. Yeah, I was saying, um, I, I, you're in the WhatsApp group because everyone who any everyone who's been on the show, we put them in the WhatsApp group, and it's you know it, it's it goes off. So you know, on on a weekend, there's just loads of messages. But I said that yeah. um, your your list, you know, you've got like a massive list. But you hate, you know, when goalies come out second half, like opposing yeah, goalkeepers. I, I, I read that. Yeah, yeah, yeah opposing yeah. goalies come up to the Brummie and we clap them, and like when they don't clap yeah. back, you're like. Bloody hell! Like, and then you just hate that, hate that guy now. Well, I don't think people was uh, taking a puff at me for saying that. That's pathetic work for clapping the goal. We shouldn't do it. Should throw bottles of piss at him and things. But, yeah. but it, it's a superstition thing for me. I started doing it in the in the bad times in the seventies, and me and me and my mates kept it up since. Like so, oh, okay. I've been doing I've been doing it religiously for bloody pushing fifty years now. Yeah. So, uh, no, like, I, it's hard I, to stop. I quite like it, but I think a lot of the time that the goalies don't know what's going on. They just assume we're clapping our, our team. So yeah. when they come, they probably don't, you know, the cacophony is saying they probably don't get it sometimes and we just hate them for it. But they probably just think, they're not clapping me, surely? Like, you know, so... Uh, yeah. But I think Tom said, was it Clay Clayton Ince? Was uh, <laughs> He thought he won the Oscars. <laughs> no, it is good. And if it's superstition, keep, keep it going. You've got enough superstition, you know, to keep it up, yeah? Mug tr the mug tree they've got to be on is it clockwise or anti-clockwise it's clockwise yeah. Yeah. don't put them the wrong way around and the 2008 FA Cup semi-final they were they were anti-clockwise weren't they it, I, I, when things go bad badly wrong I come down and check the mug tree it was it was always there was always one facing the wrong way we was, we was 2-1 down once I think it was playing crew or something like that yeah. uh, in the away game and I was savage, I come down on the radio. The book tree was the wrong way around, you know. So I swapped it all around and we won three two. Oh yeah. really? Tell me that's tell me that's just yeah, I'm not influencing the game. Nice it's proof as well. And also yeah. you, you clap the mug tree every morning as well. The <laughs> <laughs> um, mug tree claps back in the yeah. yeah, that's when yeah, that's when there's issues. Um okay, so you got three. I don't know if you've done top three or if you've done it chronologically. Well, I am a man who does things chronologically, but actually, I think my chronological three-two-one starting at the earliest is the three-two-one. So okay, so it's worked. It's worked out quite well. And what have you based it on? Have you based it on um, just have they done something specifically to the Albion, 
that stuck in your mind, or are they just all around uh, well, bad people? Well, a little bit of that, but I mean, it's, it, mainly it's, it's, it's you know, obviously they've played the Albion and they've wound us all big time during the game, but it's just, I think they're the total obnoxiousness really in life. So, uh, yeah, okay, all right. So we'll start, we'll start then. So what have you, what's your third one? You know. Well, my third one, earliest in history, is going back to prehistory. I've gone for Derek Dugan, the Doog. He was a he was a wall centre forward, sixty seven to about seventy five. Derek Dugan, sixty seven yeah. to seventy five. Yeah. Yeah, he was he, he was um he was a big, bustling, aggressive centre forward. To be honest, he's the sort of person if you played for you, you'd love him because he got in people's faces, he wound you up. You know, he was totally aggressive. Uh, yeah. He was a really abrasive character. You know, he. You know, he, he, he made friends and enemies in equal measures, like which is a, a you know, sign of somebody like that, isn't it? Really, you know, he, even he managed to fall out with his, uh, his striking partner. Uh, you know, irreparably never spoke to him again all the rest really? of their lives. Like, yeah, well, at did, the walls. I've, ne- I've never, I've never heard of him. Is he was he Scot- Scottish? Or am I just? No, he's Northern Irish. He's oh, Northern Irish. He, he actually, he actually um, um, fair play to him. He, he was a pallbearer at George's best funeral. Oh, okay. Um, uh, but I think he, he fell out with the, the, the people on that side because he organised um, an all Ireland football match, which was in, in the in the in the 70s, which was in, you know, in the completely against. Yeah, so you know, he, he, you know, he, he stood for Parliament in, in, in East Belfast afterwards, and he managed to get one percent of the vote. Like yeah. in, in you know, in, in the, you know, so that's an indication that, he, that people didn't like him. Yeah, yeah, he didn't do that well. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but, yeah. Um, and he had an he had an incident. He, he was uh, he was like chairman of the the Duncan Edwards Sports Clinic Centre charity. I don't know. I'm not I'm not casting this you know, uh, implications here, but but there was a there was a a scandal of mis, you know, disappearing charity from money. I'm not saying it was anything to do with him, but he was on, on his watch as well, like on his watch. So allegedly, yeah. yeah. But um, yeah. So on on the pitch, just not was he just he's like I think a lot of players you you you'd, you know you'd hate him but you'd love him on your team. That's what they say about a lot of people. Is he yeah. one of them? Then would you say? Yeah, he was. Yeah, I mean he was he, he was particularly you know aggressive. You know, he's kicked kicked our players, which is yeah you know, like you know, you know off the ball and things like that. Yeah. He pisses you off, doesn't he? Like really that that sort of thing. Yeah, but he did it to everybody. He wasn't particularly. He wasn't because he hated us particularly, but he was just he just wasn't a, he wasn't a particularly pleasant character like that. Did he score? Did he score many goals for him? Or I can't remember him scoring tons of goals. He, he did score a lot of goals. He scored for them. He scored some like I don't know, eighty-five goals in about three hundred games. He was not great. He was all right. He was. Uh, he was. You know, he was a. You know, he was just. He was a. He was a better than average bloke. But he wasn't stunning, like. Uh, yeah, yeah. Saying that though, that sort of age. He's, he's, he's in their hall of fame, so they rate him like so. Oh, really? Is he the only Port- non-Portuguese on the list? No, with the Wolves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, 67 to 75, that's like a childhood uh, villain, isn't yeah. it? That? You know? Yeah, childhood. He's, he's, Not like the he's wolf like, from Gladiators. He's like, I tell you, he reminds me of Dick Dastardly, but I don't quite like Dick Dastardly, but he did actually, he was slightly resembling a bad cartoon character, <laughs> Yes, so um, yeah, Dugan is a three. You've got number two then. I've got for Clinton Morrison. Okay, so you've jumped. Uh, you've jumped. You've jumped a good uh, thirty, nearly thirty years there, Morrison. Yeah, I have, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Connections. I don't know if it's mind games because it didn't really mean anything to Palace, did it? Um, no, it didn't. It, 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 the, the, the beauty is apparently Darren Moore said before the game to him because he, 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 he played for the Republic of Ireland and he went to Morrison. It was 2002 and there was a World Cup coming up. Yeah. And he goes, Do you want to play in the World Cup in a couple of games' time? In a couple of weeks' time? <laughs> and, he, and he did bugger all in the game after that day. Like, yeah, no, he, I, he, he did nothing. I, it was such a non performance from him. Well, I, I remember we. That's the one thing I remember about him, yeah. Swagger, and then he, he looked. He said his face just changed, like because it, 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 it was hatred, man. He's like bloody, like he didn't expect it. But um, that's a touch the nerve. I'll shut up there. <laughs> yeah, but he did. He did nothing. I'm not a big, big fan of him anyway. Really, like, as a, he's a pundit now, or he's on soccer yeah, and he's, yeah, he's, he's, he's a bit smarmy. Yeah, it pisses me off how these people successfully whatever they do, they make a living out of. any bastard will do but um like I, I never normally know what oh, people... I'll throw another in there Putting Rui Keane he's another one he just, yeah. he's, like having one. he's just totally anti-English you know yeah like the should, you know, if, yeah you know, well, well, Roy Keane yeah Roy Keane is just I think he just plays a character like he's just he's a parody of himself isn't he a lot of the time yeah, now, yeah. I, I like his passion but he's um, he, yeah. he, just, he just directs it in the wrong sort of thing he's, he's, yeah he's just he's trying to be controversial as well isn't he and soonest We never know. You never normally tell me what you choose, and that's the best way. So it's like, it's you know, it's it's actually I'll react to it when you tell me. But I said I, I don't really hate it. I mean, there's one player, Morrison, and you were like, oh bloody hell, he's on my list. So so I saw, I knew he was on this list. So uh, I, I, tr- I tried my best. I played a blinder by pretending I I just heard it. But uh, yeah. that was just through coincidence. That doesn't normally happen. So what have you gone with as your as your most hated then? Or chronological. Um, Yeah, 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 yeah. It was a, uh, 
But he's just he's just an horrible person. I mean, he's got loads of misdemeanors in him. Like he's, uh, he, he's a, footballers are supposed to be role model, models. I know them. I know them. I know them people, and they they've got private lives and whatever. But they are role models, aren't they? I think even and, more uh, so. Even more so today. Um, exactly more so today. Especially social so. media. Yeah. So I mean, he, you know, there's loads of. I mean, he was picture taken. Yeah, I think that I think that one he was you can sort of let him off he was a he was a kid then, but like now he's he's not a yeah. kid. He's about is he about twenty three, twenty four? He's tw- yeah, twenty four now. And that you know, that, that lockdown That locked, yeah, exactly. That was disgraceful, wasn't it, you know. And he and it just showed what he thought that he was. He he'd done that. He you know, he'd, he'd been on social media saying stay at home, then he goes and does exactly the opposite. It's piss. Crashes his car. And, and allegedly he, allegedly uh, drunk. We've got a thousand listeners now, Dad. Yeah, a thousand uh, listeners but, now. We've got some, uh, got some traction. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he's suspect. Miss out the big details in there. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, I think it was, it was a slimy apology, and I, I think the amount of money footballers get now, just d- don't be a dick for fifteen years. That's all. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, um, uh, for fifteen years, sort of keep your head down, or just don't get caught. And yeah. you know, I mean, the, I mean, these people are role models, and, and, and people look at, up to them. I mean, in his case, sad, deluded people look up to him. Yeah. But I mean, they, but they do, don't they? Yeah. You know, so they, We haven't spoke about him as a player. Like he's he's a slime ball as a player. He's, he's a really yeah, good he's, he's a very good player. He always goes down. He always dies. He's, he's a very good he's a very good player, isn't he? You can't you can't yeah. knock that. But yeah, he's always going down. I watched him yesterday. I don't know if you saw his hair yesterday. Uh, no, I didn't. I didn't yeah, watch it's, it's a plaited it's a plaited man bun now, uh, like a French plait man bun. So top yeah. So um yeah. So uh, <laughs> that alone he's bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was awful, and he was diving around again. You can hear him scream as well because there's no fans. It's probably the loudest yeah. stuff heard Villa actually for a while. Yeah. Other than take that, when take that played there in uh, 2012. Um, right, so we're moving on. Um, it's raining outside, so we'll get a bit of positivity. Uh, f- favorite player that you've seen at the Albion? So I thought this would be hard for you, but you've actually you've know, got a lot of respect for some players, haven't you? Um, <laughs> have you? Yeah, I mean, uh, do, do you want me to go uh, uh, old or, or new or what? Whoever, I mean, whoever uh, anyone you've seen at the Albion. But, I mean, clearly, the, my, my favourite player as, uh, as a child was Georgie Best. I mean, he was just uh, outstanding. So I, mean, I saw him play quite a bit till he, till he decided he, he was going to finish finish career early, which is quite sad, really, because yeah. he was outstanding. But I, I, don't, I really don't like many footballers. I, mean, I, don't, I don't like what... I, I despise the Premier League and what it's done to football. Yeah. And um, I, you can go free so then, can't I, you? I couldn't, I couldn't name, I couldn't name hardly anybody in the current sector. I, I think Harry Kane's all right. Yeah. 
he keeps his, you know, he keeps, you know, he, he, he does it well, you know, he does, you know, what he does, he, you know, he's, you know, he's, he seems uh, to be the model he, professional, doesn't he? He's a, he's a model professional, you know, but, but, but all the others, you know, so-called national icons, you know, and change, change the word twatter, you know, yeah, icon. You quite like Bergkamp for people out, didn't you, as a player? Yeah, no, I, did like, yeah I did like Bergkamp, yeah, yeah. I remember before, yeah. I, was, I was thinking when, because I know you like Bergkamp, uh, you both don't like flying, you know. You got a bit of oh, yeah. but um, I, I know you sort of half like Bergkamp. I, I think we lost. I was, I was talking to Tom about it. I don't know if we lost to Arsenal or Bergkamp equalised late on, and uh, I went. Oh, we drew. I was like, oh, it's all right. Bergkamp scored, and you were like, oh, fuck him, you know. You, know, <laughs> you, you like him until he, until he actually makes an impact on us, and then he's just an absolute scumbag. So, yeah. So uh, yeah. So we'll go with Georgie Best then, maybe Best or Harry Kane. I'll go with right. So we're going on to the yeah, quiz. Going on to the Sorry, quiz. Mate. So it's yeah. a format that probably there's no, uh, you know, there's no speed on it. There's no uh, time restraint. But what it is, I'm going to say a player, and you need to tell me if it's an Albion player or a Eurovision contestant. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Well, no. but, uh, well, so, so, I'm, I'm alright, so it's a Eurovision contestant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Abba or Scott Dobie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Lulu. Yeah, um, yeah but I, I, I was just looking. Bert Bacharach. Um, uh, was, was, uh, uh, what do you call it? Not comp- yeah, competed for Britain, didn't he? Bert Bacharach. A few years ago. He's American. Yeah, but, but, but are you actually physically competing or just wrote the song? Uh, well, I looked on Wikipedia, he said it was him. Said it was Bert, Bertie, yeah. Um, right, so I'm going in. So you've got set A, set B, set D, or set. No, I see you've got three. So you've got set A, set B, or set D. Well, I'll stick with D. I've gone with D most times with it. D, yeah, all right. Uh, Dad. Right, you might know some to be fair, just you know, from your, your age. Uh, first one is Jem Bayliss, Eurovision or Albion? Okay, let's have a look. Yeah, Jim Bayliss played for the Albion in 1884 until 1891. Got 13 goals in 56 games. Yeah. Saying he is a wing yeah. half, though. I was a wing half then, yeah. I knew he scored goals. I said his name on on on, 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 on match reports. So is a wing half a left... Is a wing half, like, winger or, a, 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 like, a left-back, right-back? Because you say centre half uh, for the back, didn't you? No, it's 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 it's, it's more it's more. I think yeah, it, it's it, it's the, the bloke playing behind the strikers in there. Oh, okay. Of, yeah, yeah, so. yeah, it's sort of adapted, hasn't it? Right, next one yeah. is um, uh, Jorgen Ingman or Jorgen Ingman. You go in Eurovision. Have a look. Yeah, Denmark, nineteen sixty-three. Well, yes, 
really went on to a really successful career as a German uh, German Catholic in the 80s yeah. in the 80s at the age of 41 42 um, remember when her mum went to he went to start t- took up javelin about 42 43 yeah I do yeah yeah, yeah. she was cut down she was like I recall her being half decent good. you know what the, the, the coach says you're not bad you want to stick with this and she never went back did she <laughs> 43 years old. Yeah, like standing, oh. standing still, throwing it. Uh, um, right, uh, last one. You might know this. Uh, used Volmer. Oh, Used Volmer's one of those, isn't it? Yeah, Albion, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 2003, 2004. Played 15 games. What I, ref- what I respect about you, Farmer, I don't know if you recall, in his like welcome uh, conference meeting, he was like, oh, I'm a baggy. Do you remember that? Which, which uh, I quite, can't. Which, I can't, I can't, say, well, I can't it was that. like, yeah, I'm proud to be a baggy, which was quite good for him to know that. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, three out of three. So you've, you've got your good, you've got your good, uh, yeah, keeping up your good uh, record of the quiz. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, uh, oh, go on. Yeah, that's, that's quite good, yeah. Yeah, all right. Yeah. I'll speak to you later. Okay, up next and closing the show is going to be Martin Mos Morris. Uh, I called him a couple of minutes ago, uh, five minutes ago. He told he told me to give him two minutes because he was just finishing his toast. But I've just had someone at the door, so yeah. But sorry to keep you waiting, Mos. Let's ring it. Hopefully, he's probably wolfed it down. He's probably got indigestion as well. Mars, how you doing? Fine, fine, fine. Yeah, sorry I was a bit late, a bit longer than I said. So, someone was at the door. That's and, right, and I, I was, I'm sitting up here topless, so I had to find my top, run downstairs. So, uh, uh, good good job it's not on Zoom, anyway. Has Twig been on this week? Uh, no, he's not on this week. He's back on oh, next week, I think. I'll, I'll, I'll do his job. What are you wearing, then? <laughs> the, <laughs> uh, just the... Uh, I'm wearing the uh, black and blue Albion top again. I need to stop. Oh, the black one with the blue pinstripe. Yeah, it's it's yeah. my pajamas, man. It's washed, but it's just my pajamas. But I've got the uh, black and uh, neon blue shorts from last season. You know the oh yeah, uh, yeah. changed no second strip away kit. But uh, yeah, yeah. it looks like it's I'm wearing a full kit, but the different different seasons. But I've got paint all over my shorts because I'm painting the bathroom. So Fair disaster really. But um, yeah, you told me to give you three minutes because you're finishing off your toast. Yeah, yeah. What did you have on your toast? Marmalade. Uh, peanut butter, man. Okay. Yeah. Peanut butter all the way. I do like marmalade, but I just I love peanut butter. So. I've I've gone mad for jam at the moment. Like sort of like pregnant yeah. craving. I just really like a good bit of jam. I'm a massive fan of sweet things, man. To be fair, so I do like sweet jam. Enough, but... yeah. That's it, mate. That's it. Yeah. Um. Right. This this one is most disliked opposing player. So it's vague. But the the thing is, we just had to have played them at some point. Um, yeah. I've, I've had a nightmare, man. Yeah, some people struggled, like, like people like I my brother. I've come whittling down from the thousand exactly. players that I hated. Yeah, you know I mean? you're the opposite. Like me, I probably wouldn't, I, I would struggle to get three. I mean, I'd, I'd have three because I had two, but like you had too many. So you've, you've... I've got a rational hatred of players. I've got no real, I hate Ian Rush. I don't know why. I mean, I irras- just, irrational. I just think he's an absolute twat. Yeah. Oh, I, I hate Peter Unlove. Peter yeah. Unlove. Yeah, again, like, no reason. 
set it up didn't he because I got confused so did Giles Barnes set it up but he scored the winner yeah I think so yeah yeah so he's a Scottish midfielder obviously made his name and I think he won a couple of titles with Rangers or Celtic one of the two obviously, obviously the only two teams in Scotland yeah. and then yeah obviously I mean he didn't do much else against us apart from score that but to be fair obviously we should have won that game and you know we had a good season and then it just it just left a bad taste in my mouth still now and it's what 13 years later and uh, on a personal on a personal level it meant one of my good friends J.U.'s cry on his 18th birthday which I'm cool for giving for I'm pretty sure you said on the first episode it was funny yeah, I mean yeah it is funny I mean <laughs> but it's it's, 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 there, isn't it? you know, it's one of your best mates and he's in tears in a flood of tears in Wembley in the stands on, his eight, on the day of his 18th birthday <laughs> you know what I mean yeah, well, my, my 18th birthday was uh, I was on waterfront, but I didn't turn 18 until the Sunday. So I tried to get in on the Saturday night, pre 12 o'clock. And um, yeah, so I went to the bounce. Yeah, I, I, it probably, I had a bad 18th anyway, because by the time it got to midnight to get in anywhere, I was too drunk anyway. So I went home. So yeah, so it's probably still slightly better than losing in the playoff final anyway. But uh, yeah, so Stephen Pearson just literally for that goal, which is a, ju- a justified reason to hate someone, really. Well, shit, I mean, they went up and got the lowest points tally ever, day, which was like a bit of comeuppance for him. But yeah. 
Uh, I mean, to be fair, it was, might have been a blessing in disguise. It's not giving up that year, but Definitely. at the time, at the time, it did feel like that, did it? You know what I mean? Nah, it's horrible, man. Wembley, it can probably be one of the best days of your life if you if you win at Wembley to go up. You probably can't well, beat that. I've, I've, I've no experience in my lifetime, so I never went in '93. Um, but um, yeah, Sam Pearson, nah, fair, fair enough. You've had, it's probably one of the best reasons to hate someone, really. A lot of people have just. Uh, yeah. Well, it's, it's extremely good person to tell me. Sounds like it's a little bit like everybody listening will be like, oh yeah, I forgot about that twat. Yeah. I'm yeah. trying to stay away from the C bomb, so. Um, yeah. yeah it could have been prolific on this episode. But, uh, yeah, I know, yeah. But well, what I was going to say at the start, every C bomb you drop, you need to buy me four cans of Grolsch for the weekend. Mate, I've, 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 that's no problem. I'll say it 50 times because you could get them from anywhere, so. <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah. Good, good point. Yeah, maybe um, Dragon Stout, you have to buy me a Dragon Stout. Oh, I thought he was going to say Dragon Soup, so I'm oh, going to no, yeah, game over. 8.2% blue, blue sugary juice, drink. Yeah. yeah, no good. So what have you got as number two, then? I'm going to have to do Keith Curl. Okay, yeah, yeah. He's he's, uh, he's new on it, no one's chosen him. I've seen Massive Dingle, club captain and that, was it 95, 96? He was there for a good few years, though, Warrior. Mm. Um, obviously, a Massive Dingle, obviously, captain... Absolute twat. The reason I've picked him is that he was club captain for Sheffield United in the Battle of Bramall Lane. Oh, was he? Yeah, yeah. And he was, he was. A, obviously, I, I watched that game um, in this lockdown, just the whole ninety minutes. And, and he, mate, he was, a, he was his captain. And talk about lead by example. From the moment that keeper got sent off, randomly out of the box, he was just bossing everybody up. Obviously, threw punches at McInnes day after um, he had butted McInnes and got sent off. Patrick Suffo. Suffo, yeah. After that happened, look. Like, Two minutes later, he's throwing punches at McKinney's man. He should have, he should have been sent off himself. Yeah, it's you know a... what I mean? when them people's like pretending to be injured, he's like he was doing over something. Get Same off, get him. off, get off. You know what I mean? Yeah, like it, the captain on the pitch and the manager was just absolutely disgraceful. You find that like Sunday league level. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was just awful. Man, he's just worn off, throwing his toys out the pram like an absolute little bitch, and then obviously, yeah, obviously. Keith Kerr was, like I say, his captain for the day, and obviously the manager's telling him what to do, eh, type thing, but yeah. I bet he enjoyed it, you know, because he, he was always a dirty bastard, or, you know what I mean? He, he did us a favour playing for the Dingles, though, didn't he? He missed a penalty and then scored an own goal in that same season, or, you know, back to back seasons, or whatever. Um, well, I remember him being at the Dingles, but I said I pay much attention to them, apart from obviously when they played us. Yeah, yeah. But I, I remember him being at Man City as well, man, like before the Dingles, when. Nancy was like crap, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Before, he had, he had, all the Arab money come in. Yeah, he had a decent, decent career, Keith Curl. No, but yeah, yeah, man, just, just for reason. People who uh, also hate Keith Curl for passion are Mansfield fans, because um, he managed Mansfield, didn't he? And uh, I think uh, they were just, I think they got relegated to the football um, conference or whatever. But yeah, any Mansfield uh, fan, you say Keith Curl, they despise him. And Keith uh, Haslip, who was the the um, chairman. It's not the hatred we've got for Pulis for being a shit manager. Yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah but, uh, the, man, the Mansfield Tony Tulis, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, no, again, good, good enough reason for the Brom. So not really for his Wolves days, really for his for his Sheffield United no, days. I mean, he was a Dingle. That's enough reason to fucking hate him, mate. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Good enough. I mean, captain of the Dingles, an extra bonus point for hatred, and then obviously with the Battle of Bramall Lane, obviously. Hey, watch it, man. If, if you obviously I'm working, are you? No, you no. This is this is my work talking to you. I see. Uh, everybody, everyone's listening. You've got nine minutes spare, man. Crack a beer and uh, it's on YouTube. Just get it up, man. It's, well, it's funny, eh? It's even 90 minutes, is it? Because it gets abandoned. So. Yeah, about 78 minutes. Yeah. But no, I'll, I'll watch it. I'll watch it. Um, so, who's your number one then out of the 100 people? 
So right, he must be some shit out. Thousands. I like Michael Owen. There's another Greeley show he's going to have because he's just an absolute cock one, will I? You know what I mean? Cool. Like Carl Henry is another massive dingle who's a twat as well. But uh, I've gone for Roy and Shotton. Okay. Obviously, massive Stoke player for years and years and years. Obviously, Pulis's wet dream of a player, you know, six foot three, right back. Always had stupid haircut as well, so he always stood out like on the pitch, you know, and you could always notice it was it. Yeah. And just for season after season after season after season after season, he was just a pain in our ass, man. I mean, for a bloke who's six foot three, him and Grealish must go to the same diving school, man, because <laughs> a, a good stroke bull over wind, man, blows him over. I, I don't really recall him, man. He's, he's right back, isn't he? Yeah, he's, he's always got, like, dregs, like, tied up in, like, a top bun, you know, like a crappy top bun. Uh, he's, he's, I think he's an half-cast lad or a black mix, lad. Mix, yeah, mixed race lad, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, so, but, I mean, to be fair, obviously, he always played right back, but, obviously, with the pewdest ball, like, after 70 minutes, he was, like, sent forward. You know what I mean? Always loved the dive. He, he used to do them stupid Dilap-esque lung throws as well. Yeah. Oh, man, there, there's so many players you could pick from Stoke. Um... Yeah, like Rory Delap, he was just anti-football, wasn't he? Bang average, but just had a long throw. And then... Yeah, that was that was the same as this kid, man. He's still playing there, man. He pissed me off this season. He played for Borough. Yeah. Like, how many months ago was that? The beat us there, they 2-0. When that geezer, st- um, what was his name? Scored from like, his own half, um, Fletcher. Yeah, Ashley Fletcher. This season, oh, we lost 2-0? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And we lost 2-0 at home. Again, man, he was just... A- I think I hate him because he's just a pain in our ass. But he's just someone I remember on the stands just giving... Fucking loads of abuse too, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, man, I, mean, like, I know you. Yeah, you're you're the one giving the abuse in this movie a lot of time. But you're just gonna pick. You 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 you're talking to me like who to pick. You never tell me who you pick, but you always tell me people who you've just not quite chosen. I'm try, I like a lot of footballers for political reasons, like their political viewpoints and that. But obviously, I don't want to make this into political podcasts. So I've got yeah, we try. Right there's enough. There's enough politics and division in the world. We can just talk about people's appearance. That'll do on this one. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. But he's on about yeah, that Kyle Walker when Popov spat at him, but he actually did spit at him, didn't he? Yeah, but obviously I, don't, I couldn't see that from the back of the smithic, so all game then I was giving Kyle Walker dogs abuse, you know what I mean? And then after I was like, oh well. But, yeah. Mate, I'm, I'm, I'm a massive hypocrite. I fucking hated James McLean before he came to us. I loved him when he was evil, so many left, I hated him again. Yeah, it's, I've talked to Gaz Billingham about that. It's difficult, man, because you have to just keep your mouth shut, because I didn't want him there, I didn't like him. But you've got, yeah, you've got to sort of, you still celebrate when he scores. So you've got, everyone's a hip, hypocrite, you know what I mean? Yeah, I see. Man, and like when the opposing fans give, give him abuse, I've been telling them to fuck off. Yeah. And now when it comes to our ground, I'm the one giving him abuse, you know what I mean? I am a massive hypocrite and I don't know it. Well, yeah, well, it's, you know, you sort of embrace hypocrisy as a football fan, that's what it's all about, isn't it? Well, that's what that's it, eh? 90, just, minute, 90 minutes of just completely losing blind yourself. Allegiance, just blind allegiance, eh? That's all yeah. it is. Yeah, like, yeah. If, I found, if I found Pereira in my missus' bed last season, I'd kick his fucking head in. If I found him in my missus' bed this season, I'd tuck him in. <laughs> Pereira? Yeah, Pereira, you know what I mean? Or any <laughs> Albion player, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just blind allegiance, eh? Yeah, man, yeah, it's true. So, you've gone with your three hated. So, another one I ask is your favourite player that you've seen at the Albion. So, it could be you just as a person or just as a player. Um, yeah, just somebody who you don't mind. Basically. What, as a, a opposing player? Opposing player. Did I ask you this question? Did I tell you I was going to ask you this? Yeah, I think you did. Oh, yeah. Mate, I, I love Thierry Henry. Yeah, yeah. I, I loved him. I, I really do think he's the best player I've loved in the Prem ever. And I, I'd arguably put him in the top three ever in my lifetime in world football. I'd probably put him second after Messi. Who's the biggest, uh, you know, who's who's the deadly motherfucker? Him or um, Ricky Lambert? <laughs> 
as you said last week. <laughs> He's actually deadly, isn't he? Smooth, man. He's a smooth, smooth operator. Off the pitch, on the pitch. He was just quite. He was just class. Absolutely class. Yeah, I mean, the goal he scored. I love Shearer as well. To be fair. Yeah, we we are playing against Shearer as well. Um, Yeah, but Henri was just different gravy, wasn't he? No, he was. He was actually like special to see him really in his prime. We actually saw him in 2002, didn't we? When he scores, so in my lifetime, what I'm 35 this year, I don't, I really would only put Messi above him, like ever. Would you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I really, do, I really would. I think he's better than Ronaldo. And Stefan Sessegnon third. Oh yeah, obviously. <laughs> no, no, yeah, Henri, I'd, I'd go with that. So people have chosen like Henri, Abby Kane, George Best, Beckham, uh, Zola. Has your, dad been, has your dad been on? Yeah, he was on just before you. Yeah. Okay, you picked George Best, man. Shit, me. You picked you pick Bestie, but they also picked like Harry Kane as a like a model professional. He seems all right, doesn't he? Yeah, uh, he's deadly as well, yeah, man. Dead, deadly mofo. Right, so we're going into the quiz. Um, it's sort of you gave me the idea, but I've changed it a bit. Because it WBA player serial killer. Well, it was going to be serial killer, but I thought. There's a bit of bad taste in it, so what I've got, I've gone with bad taste in music. So that this this quiz is Albion player or Eurovision contestant. <laughs> so you're 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 notoriously really good at Eurovision questions. Oh yeah, yeah, mate, definitely, yeah. definitely. So is it is it annually that shit or is it what, annually or what? What do you mean? Eurovision? Is it, is it every year? Every year, man. Yeah, every year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm a massive fan. You know what I mean? Every year since '55, I think. Oh, um, I would just like to put an exclaimer that I got that WBA serial killer challenge off a, a boxing podcast. This WBA champion or serial killer, so like I could take my own dark mind, bring it, not making it up. No, 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 no. I know it's um, it, it is a good one, but I thought I'd change it. I, I bottled it, man. I'm, I'm too too politically correct now. No, no, no. We've hit the thousand listeners mark. You know, we've. Uh, Okay, for, rated, for rated players, I was going to have that Black Lives Matter chat from yesterday, but I thought it'd be in a bit of bad taste. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't need bad taste. <laughs> We've got some bad taste music now. So, right, you've got set A. Uh, bad news. Set D's been chosen. Oh. Yeah. So it's, it's just it's, it's just a yeah to get at you. I think someone's like yeah. Yeah, no worries. So set A or set B. So Jay's got a theory of having set A because he reckons it's the easiest. So I'll have A. Huh. Okay. All right. I've a. Uh, I've, I've tricked it now. I've, I've, I've spun it on his head. Now, I think that, that, yeah, some people have struggled, some people have smashed it, so it's, it all depends on it. So, no, it's just luck if you know it, you know it, don't you? Yeah, man. Well, you, yeah, yeah. So, um, I'm just going to give you a player. You tell me if it's Albion or Eurovision, all right? Okay, okay. Number one from set A, we've got Freddie Quinn. Freddie Quinn, Eurovision. All right, let's have a look. Right, bonus point for who he pre- who he represented. Say Ireland. <laughs> no, Germany. <laughs> so I didn't think Quinn. Obviously, it's quite a popular name, but no, he's, I, I, he, he doesn't sound German at all. It's spelt Quinn, not the normal way. 1956 Germany. So, uh, yeah. Shout out to Freddie Quinn if you're still, if you're listening. Um, right, number two, Jan Kozak. I'm spelling that surname K O S A K. K O Z A K. I'm going to an Albion player. You going Albion player? Yeah, yeah. All right. What yeah. year was he from? I think I remember him. Yeah, yeah, man. 2006. Played six games for us. 
Yeah, we've got we've got some for all over the place. Um, all different years, so you just felt a bit lucky with this one. So you've won it. This is for your final penalty to to you know get a, a whitewash. So you've got <laughs> this name's brilliant, Sandy McNabb. So I, I think I think it's Andy McNabb's uh, brother, but Sandy McNabb. I'm sure we had a kid in the reserves, man, pr- pr- with the last name McNabb. You're not thinking about old Navi, no? Uh, might be. Is Sandy just S A N D Y? Yeah, like, San, like Sandy I'm from Greece. Like Sandy yeah, from Big Brother. I'm giving you revision. You're going Eurovision? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you already won the shootout, so it's alright. Well, yeah, Sandy McNabb played for the Albion from 1938 until 1946. Uh, played yeah. 49 games. Got two oh, goals. In that many years? I suppose the war did interfere with it a bit, though. Uh, oh, yeah, the war. <laughs> I'd say yeah, it was like eight years. It's like how many games? Or six no, years or whatever. 1938 or 46, that's in the war. So he probably just played. Yeah, it was 30 Yeah, he only played 49 games. Yeah, so he'd, in, in 38 he'd have played a few games and then he'd have played post-war. So, mm. uh, yeah, because he only played 49 games. So, yeah, good point. Good point, Moss. Scored two goals anyway. And he was a wing half. Yeah. Which was like a tapping. He, he might have been fighting on the beaches, man. So, um, you, know, you know, you don't know, do you? He no. might have actually, or he might have avoided the draft. You don't know. Yeah, no. But, uh, fair play, Sandy McNabb, anyway, for serving uh, yeah, Queen and Country did. and Albion. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, yeah, we got that wrong anyway. So, yeah, 2 1. Cheers for the, um, yeah, cheers for this week. You, you've behaved yourself. Yeah, no worries. Yeah, all right. Uh, look after yourself. Yeah, man, and you. Catch you in a bit. See you in a bit. Ciao. Okay, everyone, stop what you're doing. Before I go into the outro, uh, we've got a world first on this podcast. Uh, my brother wants to actually revise his order and change it, and he's been uh, pestering me for the last couple of days because uh, something's coming to fruition since his um, interview. So I'm going to leave you with a voice message from my brother, and then we'll, we'll pick up the outro after. So take it away, Tom. Hi Jim, it's uh, Tom here, your elder brother, uh, just to be clear there. Uh, I'd just like to to make a quick amendment um, to my uh, list of most hated players. So I originally chose Jack Grealish uh, as my number three, uh, but I'm just sat here watching the the Villa-Sheffield United game uh, and I've noticed that Jack Grealish, um, he has um, a plaited man bun so the front of his hair is what i appear what appears to be a french plait um with a man bun on the top um so for me i find that quite disgraceful uh, even in the current climate of uh, no hairdressers available um so i would like to remove jack grealish from number 3 uh, and promote him to number 2 and remove uh, and drop joey barton down to number 3 uh, thank you very much phew glad i got that cleared up uh, i don't know what some of these guests you know, think this is some sort of professional setup. It's just me on my own, and you'll be surprised. It actually, took me a while to edit, but you know, I've got to keep the uh, guests happy and the the listeners happy. So, yeah, that's Tom's revised top three. 
So, yeah, like again, like I said, I'm glad to clear that up. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I say every week I enjoy this episode, but I wouldn't do 11 episodes of it if I didn't enjoy it. I really enjoy the chat. I think the discussions and the knowledge of everybody on it is just amazing. So, yeah, I hope you enjoyed it as well. Maybe you agreed, maybe you disagreed, but that's what it's all about, really. Uh, again, spread the word. You know, keep pushing the podcast. Like I said in the intro, it's it's actually gone worldwide. So let's let's keep spreading it. You know, refer a friend and all that. It gets released every Sunday between twelve and three. It's it yeah. It's it's usually twelve o'clock, but I don't wanna you know put all my eggs in that basket because I could be like hungover or busy one day. So yeah, twelve to three on a Sunday. I post the links on Facebook and on Twitter. So if you want to follow me, my personal Twitter is at Jimmy Whitestar. Um, but the, the page on Facebook is Albion in Isolation Podcast. Um, and yeah, I'll put all the links on there. Uh, it is on Anchor, is the, you know, the podcast host where I upload it to. It's on Spotify. Uh, it's on uh, Acast. So yeah, there's loads of different ways to listen to it. If you want to get in touch with me, like I say every week, email me is the best. And um, the email address is Albion in isolation at outlook.com. So I get a lot of emails, I get a lot of uh, abuse, get a lot of praise, get a lot of suggestions for topics, people asking to come on. Um, yeah, just trivia and stuff. People, yeah, I do get quite a lot of uh, correspondence at the moment. So yeah, if you want to get in touch, please email me, and especially the people, like I said, in Portugal, America, uh, Germany, Belgium. Give us a shout. So leftover quiz questions. So I, you know, I've gone into a routine of doing this now. So if you were listening, which I hope you were, set B wasn't chosen. So the ones are to the, so it's the same format. I'll tell you a name. You tell me if it's a an Albion player or a Eurovision contestant. So set B. Question one is Carsten Fredgard. Okay, is that Albion or Eurovision? Second one is Michael Rice. Is that Albion or Eurovision? And the last one, three, is Teddy Shelton. Is that Albion or Eurovision? Okay, what are we going into now? Okay, so I'm just gonna go through a few emails because I've got quite a few, so I'm gonna read you three or four emails. Uh, you'd be surprised to know there's a bit of trouble in paradise. So the wig has been my right-hand person. Uh, and obviously, if you've listened last week, I always, at the end of every episode, I read the poetic summary which was given to me by the wig. And I had a complaint from the wig saying that my heart wasn't in the reading. And I am gonna be honest, it wasn't. So I apologize for that, the wig. I know he does work hard. And for me to, you know, at the final hurdle, not put my heart and soul into it, I apologize. So this is the email I got. Hi Jim, I'm sorry it has come to this, but I felt we'd be, as I felt we had begun to develop a good working relationship. However, I'm not happy with your latest reading of my poetic summary. Your reading lacked passion and did not appear sincere. I agree. Although the poetic summary was not my best work, it deserved better delivery. So yeah, he agrees. Uh, my poem relies on you to provide good content and although a good workman should never blame his tools, the tools you provided on this occasion were blunt. I feel that the introduction of the Lloyd Dyer Choir um, yeah, you don't value my work as much. I will leave you with a poetic summary of this of this email. Okay, this is uh, the week's poetic summary. I felt as if this segment was going well. The listeners do like. Although due to your poor delivery, this is your first strike. We are both adults. Let's act, let, let's act like men. But make sure this does not happen again. This is not a joke. Everything I say is true. 
next time you mug me off, I'll put your windows through. Thanks the wig. So yeah, not happy, threatening, you know, criminal damage on me. So I apologize, but you know, there's, there's, there's other ways of dealing with it, you know, instead of abuse. Another email I got was from Bernard. He sends an email every week because uh, basically a couple of weeks ago on Tom's episode, we were talking about the greatest moments in the Premier League. Uh, the Great Escape actually only comes 60th. So we wanted to have a look at what was above it. Uh, I think it's a Telegraph and he had to pay a £2 subscription fee. And because he's tight, he didn't. But this guy Bernard got in touch and fair play to him. He's, he's drip feeding us ones that are above, uh, yes, yeah, 59 and up. So uh, this is what I got from uh, Bernard. Good day, Jim. I say sport. Every week gets better and better. Listen to this week's episode while playing on the front lawn. Really enjoyed that young man's cover of Yuzu. Not heard a voice like that since Frank Sinatra. Yeah, big, 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 uh, big compliment there. Anyhow, five more Premier League moments that were higher than the Great Escape finish. Perez and Henri penalty cock up. You know, and Perez ran forward, went to back heel it, missed it. Vieira and Keane bust up in the hybrid tunnel. Louis van Gaal falling on the floor. Suarez biting Ivanovic and Eric Cantona's kung fu kick. I'm off for a game of polo now. Tally ho, regards Bernard. Thanks a lot Bernard, much love. Uh, and we've got here, from the Zoom podcast, my brother was talking about his uh, boots, football boots, that were encased. And there's a, there was a receipt in there that he didn't pay or, you know, not. Uh, yeah, an invoice which he didn't pay. So I've got this from uh, Dave Creative Jones, his name is. Uh, for attention of Jim, um, evening. I still haven't received any money from your brother for the frame. I would normally refer you to our policies of 14 day repayment, but seeing as it's been over 10 years, I have referred uh, with our legal department and I will be seeing you in small claims court. You jerk, capital letters, Dave Creative Jones from Creative Framings. So, uh, yeah, Tom, you're in a lot of trouble, so I would pay it. Do the right thing, I'll leave it with you. Uh, what have we got next? Uh, guesses, a few emails again, we have tons, but I'll whittle it down to the three of the guesses from who the wig is. So, uh, he, she wants to stay anonymous, so I'm just gonna say what the suggestions are, but I'll never tell. Is it Ed the Duck? No, it's not Ed the Duck. Is it Jeff from Biker Grove? No, it's not Jeff from Biker Grove. And is it Pat Sharp from Funhouse? No, it's not Pat Sharp. But he does look like he wears a wig, actually, Pat Sharp. So it's a good shout, to be fair. A good mullet. Business at the front, party at the back. Uh, right, next on my list is to do the poem uh, from the, the summary from, from the wig. And I know I've got a lot of pressure now because of the grief that he's given me. And I don't want my windows to be put through because they're double glazing. So I'm going to get my diaphragm open. You know, shoulders back and I'm going to give it a go. So here's the poetic summary of this week's episode. Three, two, one. Tom didn't like Muscat flying into tackles, a real personal space invader. Regrets not calling him a dingle bastard, angry like the Willstone Raider. Each week, Westbury told us of his love for Pesky Salido. Apparently, this week he hates him. I'm completely lost for words, you know. Gaz wasn't alone for his part. He had the help of his young son. Robbie Keane chatted up his missus but couldn't compete, so Gaz won. Dad had to wait in the shed for 20 minutes. He didn't find it funny. Hated Derek Duggan for being a dingle and stealing some money, allegedly. Moz brought the show to a close. It's who the, it's who the listeners love most. We started with a great discussion about how he likes his toast. How'd you think of that then, the wig? I'm going to say 84% effort there for you, so yeah, brilliant. Uh, right, I... 
closing the show is going to be a new singer for the Lloyd Dyer Choir. So basically the Lloyd Dyer Choir is a guest or anybody who wants to get involved, thinks of an original song, sings it uh, for a player, a current or past player. So I'm going to leave you with that shortly, but I'm just going to go in what it is, what it's going to be next week. It's going to be Albion's worst managers in history. Okay, so we did do the best managers. I think it was episode three. So we do, we, you know, we're flipping it on his head. So we're doing the worst. So I'm going to get a mixture of ages because it's pretty obvious who the worst are in the last twenty years. So I'm looking to get, you know, people who can talk about the, you know, sixties, seventies, eighties, nineties. So it should be a good one. But yeah, so enjoy the Lloyd Dyer Choir. Look after yourself. Fingers crossed for the Albion tomorrow. Boing boing, and I'll see you next week. Hello everybody, it's Josh here, or more informally known as Twig. How are we all doing? As part of the Lord Dyer Choir, I'm about to sing us out with a little treat. The Spice Girls classic, Viva Forever, take it away. I'm going to grab a pack of crisps or something here because the intro is quite long. Do you still remember how we used to be? Playing together, beating whoever with an attacking 4 2 1 3. He scored two free creek screamers, never loses the ball. He makes Rock and Carla look decent and even more recent. Big Jake Livermore. The pass to Dean Garner. Always on time. Viva Pereira, our Brazilian. Everlasting with Albion Viva Pereira for the moment Ever searching for Hal Robson <laughs>